only one chance you have. You have no chance. If you had a chance, you'd be the one licking split. But you can't run to the baddest. Well, Rick Flair, you know what? I'm not a normal looking athlete myself. You know what I'm talking about? I've been in the gym to lie. It's a privilege and an honor to walk out with only Addison, Lex Luger, and the Omni tomorrow night. I am not a happy camper. What is Bully Ray's motivation? No, I love you. I know he loves sugar. But I checked my pocket. I don't have no donuts. I don't have no cheeseburger. I know you love sugar, but I ain't got none. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, pal. I'm the man. Look at a match for the total package like Sugar and Super Bowl. Super Saturday, what is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Super Bowl Saturday. Super Bowl Saturday? You don't lose faith in winners. And Ric Flair day in and day out. You every day of his life. Just keep winning and winning and winning. Ric Flair! New York City, Ric Flair! You're going to find out what hard is all about. I do exactly what I want to do. You say I'm insane. I say thank you very much. Make, make, make a, a, a good, delicious intro. God I hate dogs. Hit the dog. They love you, Scott. Today, woo, I've got the star and profile like never before. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, JR. Oh well, folks. Whatever. I forgot to put on the volume for the intro. Oh well. What are you going to do? I'm here. I'm by myself one more time. I forgot. I'm taking off the headphones anyway. It doesn't matter. We're going to be here. We've got plenty of things to go through, plenty of things to do. What is going on, everybody? I hope you're all doing good out there. I really do. It's Wednesday night. It's Wrestling Outlet. You got Boxman. What is up, everybody? You silly, silly, silly bitches. I hope all is good out there, like I said. Um, yeah, like I said, once again, guys, just me. Um, I um, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I've got Skype on if Smark wants to join. He knows he's welcome. So, uh, anyway, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. Um, I hope everything's going to go well tonight. I, uh, I had some power outages today. Power went on. It wasn't on when I came home. So I grabbed my kid. I took him out to his little award show, uh, that he had for scouts. I ran there. I noticed power. We got an... Uh, alert saying the power came back on so i came back to the house after he got his award and then i ran to turn the show on i got home at like 701 which that's when AEW starts central time my time so um it was uh it was good timing on my part because uh everything just kind of 
went out right. I, I don't think I missed anything. Um, might've been a few parts that I just kind of didn't, uh, get all of. So if I do skip past anything tonight, sorry, I didn't mean to do it, but, um, Hey, got plenty of stuff to get into tonight. Like I said, so, Hey, why are we going to do anything else? Hold on one sec. Oh yeah, sounds like him. Hold on, Smirk. What's up? Salutations. Oh, hold on one sec. Let me get everything going here. Hold, please. Hold, please. All right. Representative. There you go. Hold, please. Oh, you're mm -hmm. all right. Everyone, everyone else doesn't need to hold. Just you do for a second here. Yes, that Skype ringtone is loud. I know it is. Uh, I know it is. Norab. Give me one sec here. Let me go into this. Let me go into this. And hold on one second here. I'll get us up here in just a sec. Smarky? Yeah. There we go. And I will fit us into this little tight box that we always fit ourselves into. There we go. My camera will come on in a second there, folks. It's just because I had two cameras going. Sorry about that. Always love when we do stuff live on air. Ah, fuck it. I'm leaving the buttons. Who cares? <laughs> That's my attitude tonight. There you go. Fuck it. Who cares? All right. Good luck. There you go. And I can pop my camera on now. It'll put my camera on. Soon as I close out of this program. There we go. Now, give me a second. There I am, and there we are. All right, we should be good from here. No echoes. Smark is still dressed like he's in prison. Smark, are you in prison? Mm-hmm. Do I need to? We need to do a breakout or anything, man. Do I need to uh, hook up some horses and a chain or something? No, I'm just in the process of uh, filming my post WWE vignette where I break out of prison. Like how everybody else did, like for a couple months after they got released. Uh, I mean, I could just call you Nails if you want me to. It's fine. Ooh. Ooh. Go beat the shit out of McMahon. It's not a bad idea. There you go. Yeah. That's really not a bad idea, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, ah, oh, man, been a while. How you been? Been a while. Yeah. A little bit of Aaron Lewis for you. Stained. Everybody loves Stained, right? We're, we're back in 2000. Break out your chain wallets. We're going to the hot topic. I'm not going to lie. I still uh, kind of like them. I still do. Still do. I hear his music career is taking an interesting turn. But anyways. Well, I mean, he's singing country music now, <laughs> which is a weird thing to kind of transition into. But now he's singing country music. That's what he's doing. That's just like the career path for like 2000s new metal artists. Happened to Kid Rock, happened to Aaron Lewis. It's everybody's just going down the country path. I see Kid Rock, I think, was always kind of country rock anyway. So I don't know if that was really. I think that was a uh, an inevitable path Kid Rock was going down there. Mayhaps. Mayhaps. I, I think no matter what we did, he was going into the. Uh, into the countryside of it. Like I said, he always kind of had a country rock thing to him anyway. So anyway, 
Um, now, I didn't send you anything. I can, real quick. Give me a second. I will shoot that over to you. Let me just attach a quick file for you. Go into desktop and find the file I need to send. Uh, here we go. Did you, did, uh, and did you watch Dynamite tonight? Yes, and I'm going to preemptively apologize to everyone because I feel like I'm going to be really fucking negative. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did not have a very good time. I wonder how you felt about uh, last week's episode, which was not pretty, not not up to par. But I thought this was a better episode. There was actually a couple segments on here I really enjoyed. So, oh, this should be fun. This should mm-hmm. be fun. Um, there's that right there, and I will share my screen with you as I usually do, so you can follow along at home. Ah, yes. Okay. Yes. I know you love doing that. I know you just love following along at home. So there you go with that. And uh, all right. Well, before we get into uh, anything. So, Smart, um, you ever heard of the Pinewood Derby that the Scouts have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was an episode of The Simpsons where oh. actually there was an episode of Family Guy, too, where they like, built like the uh, Pinewood cars or whatever. I was doing that Friday night for the kids. The race was Saturday. And, um, you know, just kind of uh, doing my thing. And, uh, you know, I was trying to take some weight off of one of the cars. And I was drilling a hole in the car with a three-eighths drill bit. And I was talking to the wife, not thinking. And I'll be damned. Put a three-eighth-inch hole in my hand. Oh, my God. This was Friday. That's how bad it still looks. It was... I probably should have got stitches, but uh, super glue was fine. You're uh, kind of in the wrong religion for the stigmata, yes? Well, that's going to be a weird scar, but uh, yes, yes, I am. But uh, anyway, I, uh, I did super glue it. I super glued it down. Uh, the skin was a little twisted, but I pushed it back down and took about two hours to stop bleeding because I was drinking. <laughs> so you basically just went full Sabu. Just went, fucking get the hot glue oh yeah. done. Just... Oh, yeah. I, I put the super glue down. I got these little... Oh, 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 I got one. I got these little single-use super glues. Look at these little babies. Look at them. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> Look at that. Comes, it comes with a little nozzle. Where's my nozzle? Shit. What would be the purpose of buying like a bunch of small bottles of super glue when you could just like buy one like regular size or like a Costco size? Because how many times do you put the cap back on this shit and then you can't get the fucking cap off and you got to throw the fucking tube away? Yeah, fair enough. No All further right. questions, Your Honor. Looks like I lost the nozzle. Oh well, I'll uh, I'll I'll put this back in the drawer. I kept it with me in case it opened up again. But uh, yeah, little baby ones you get at uh, Harbor Freight, little tiny glues. Single use, and uh, I put them pretty much. I, I had a I had a glue, dry, glue, dry glue, dry glue, dry glue, and then it finally held. So, I so my, does it still hurt? Where are we at with that? Yeah, I still can't stretch my hand out, or it like almost re- feels like it rips open. But uh, like when you come into contact with something, does it like hurt or yeah. no? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but at least I'm starting to get the feeling back in my uh, uh, these two fingers here. Um, mm-hmm. 
I couldn't wear my ring for a few days. My whole hand was swollen. It was bad, dude. It was bad. My wife just wanted to take me to the hospital, and I'm like, no, I had 14 stitches in my right hand. I'm not getting any in my left. So... And now let's get to the, the most important question here. Did the kid at least win the derby? Second place. Okay, fair enough. Second place. I feel like that adds extra pressure. It's like you can't, like you at the very least can't come in last. No, all my it's kids. It's like there were sacrifices made. Yeah. All my kids' cars kept coming in second place, second place. But uh, that was my daughter's car I was drilling. It was a giant pencil car. But, dude, I got to tell you, some of those people there flat out, absolutely, 100% went on Amazon and bought a car already made, already weighed, already set, already everything because some of those cars were absolutely awesome, perfect, cut out, like, okay, is your dad a carpenter? No, he's a teacher. What does he teach? English. Okay, he didn't do that. Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, some of these cars they have were definitely just bought right off of Amazon, which I guess that's the I guess that's the uh, the age we're in now. But the rules are you're supposed to have one block of wood and only use what's on, you know, in the box on the car. And you're supposed to do it yourself with the kids, with your parents. So. I would say at least. I would have absolutely bought one off Amazon. I'd see, that's what a lot of people just said. Oh, fuck it. We'll just buy one. But, no, I mean, I mean, now I might. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, not only that, the, the injury concern. I'm not good at any sort of carpentry at all. Me neither. I'm not, I, was, I was fucking terrible at art class, any sort of crafting. This no bueno. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good either. But what they, they, what they have is they have little templates. You can literally just... That's a Harley. That's a Harley. I heard it. Um, they have little templates. You just stick on the top. You cut it. And that's kind of what it does. You can do all kinds. Of, I mean, I, I, I've, I'm not good either. I have no artistic ability. I have more autistic ability than artistic ability. Put it that way. Uh, if that makes any sense at all. That could come in handy. Yeah, I have none at all. I, I can't draw. I can't paint i can't do carpentry i can make you a box that i can do i can make a box out of a flat piece of you know a sheet of corrugated but even that is just draw all you know that's just four lines i can do that 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 sounds like the title of like the worst like 80s ballad or like country ballad i've ever heard in my life i can, build you I can make you a box you can to live your ass in. memories in. <laughs> It'll be big enough for you to sleep your ass in, too. Okay. Right. Yeah, he can put you in a box. <laughs> That's a whole different song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's more my genre of music. Well, I mean, you know, there, there was Fancy by Reba. She did kill a motherfucker. I don't remember that part of the song. The whole, like, for me, the whole thing about just, like, you know, child prostitution kind of ruined oh. everything. Oh, no, no, no. His cheating wife never left town. That's one body that'll never be found. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Ah. It was uh, more I, like, here, we spent all the money we have on a dress, and now we're going to move you to the city, and you're going to be a hooker. Uh, it, it was all sort of, it was a real bummer of a song, really. The, the, the chorus was sketchy. <laughs> 
It was. It was. Uh, big Reba. I, I, I do like Reba McIntyre. I always thought mm-hmm. she had a had a sexy little thing about her. Her and Jodie Foster have that same little kind of crooked mouth kind of talk, and I, it's just so sexy to me. The old, the old crooked mouth aesthetic, huh? That's like a like they kind of talk with like this little crooked mouth Southern accent, and I don't know why, but it's very, very attractive to me. Hmm. What can I say? I'm weird. Is, is, does like Miley Cyrus kind of have that going on? Because if it's the same accent, I can't fucking stand it. I, I just no. that's, I don't know theirs, but I know hers, and she sounds like she has a mouthful of peanut butter, and it drives me nuts. No, the only thing I I, I don't know. I just look at Miley, Miley Cyrus, and I just think hairy armpits. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think she's put that behind her. I don't know. But, I don't think yeah, so. That, that, it was a bummer of a summer there. But anyway, uh, I, I, I guess we can uh, just kind of skip through all that. And anyway, my uh, my handle heel. I'll, I'll, I'll up, up, update you weekly if y'all want on my on my hand progress. Ooh. Luckily, it was my left hand. I'll put it that way. You can start doing like the Randy Orton R and N like updates in the middle of the show. There you, you just go. like break into raw and be like, ah, oh, my shoulder is eighty five percent. See you next week. Those were fucking awesome. Oh, my shoulder's probably 30%. This shoulder. My right shoulder's probably a good 30%. So you're just falling apart left, right, and center, huh? If I... I I won't even begin to tell you the pains that I go through in a day. My shoulder, my knees, my everything, dude. I snap, crack. My neck, I swear to God, I've told my wife before, I feel like my neck is broken, never healed correctly, and is still kind of broken. Like, I'll be in my car and, like, look out the window, and my neck just locks and pops. It's awful. And it, and I'm not trying to break dance. No. 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 Not at all. But um, let's start off with this, Mark. I don't really have any pictures or anything for it. But uh, Norab. SBC brought this up in the chat. I, I, I almost forgot to grab this little uh, screenshot and talk about it, but I never got the screenshot. But uh, Sean Ross Sapp tweeted out today that uh, a lot of talent told him that Vince was back in creative, but he couldn't confirm it. But um, then Wade Keller is like, no, that's completely false. So once again, the uh, wrestling news media as always, looking great. Looking fucking great, Smart. As credible as always. Absolutely. Just wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just like, like, it was like, hey, by the way, I've got this report. You know, hey, I can't confirm anything. But, you know, final say is still with Triple H. And then it's like, update. This report is bullshit. Disregard. Yeah, I gotta admit, I'm a little bit surprised that he has that he's actually stayed true to his words so far. Because it seemed like that was always sort of like what's been going on the last couple of weeks with like the whole build up to you know the, the Royal Rumble and the Elimination Chamber and all that. It, it's been kind of interesting, but then you're watching and you're just sort of knowing that there's like a black cloud looming over everything. Like, at any minute, don't enjoy this too much, because at any minute, Vince could come back and fuck everything up. 
And we know that's always possible with his, uh, with just the way he is, just his ego, his attitude, just everything about him says he may be coming back any day, any day. We never know. Um, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I, I, I mean, it's not like we watch very much, so it wouldn't really matter to me. I don't watch uh, WWE that much. I do know they had elimination chamber over the weekend. Um, yeah. I don't watch on a week-to-week basis, and I don't know if I ever will again, but I did watch the Elimination Chamber. Oh, nice. I mean, I, I I keep up. I listen to reviews and stuff like that, so not like I don't keep up with it. I still know what's happening. None of it sounds that great except the Bloodline stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, eh, the, the Bloodline stuff's good. I, I don't like that they ended up having Roman Wins win. I, that's a lot of like similar sounding verbs, and I, I barely got through that. Um, anyways, yes, Roman Wayne's did Vals. win. Roman Wayne's did win. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? So, that's why yeah. Roman Wayne's won. <laughs> it's rabbit season. Um, so, anyways, yeah, Roman Reigns won. There we go. Try that again. Take two. <laughs> I, I thought that was a bummer. Like, I feel like the situation, you call an audible there. The crowd was super fucking hot the entire show. And then when they lost, I've never seen, when Sami Zayn lost, I've never seen that happen before where the crowd just was completely deflated. Like, they didn't boo. They just, like, just stood there, just stared straight forward. Or yeah. just, like, they, like, kind of just as a whole blacked out. Like, it was fucking weird. Like, I've just never seen anything happen like that. But, yeah, the bloodline stuff's good. I also like how they've basically just turned Dominic Mysterio into just this like total fucking like deadbeat loser manchild character. Yeah, where just like he relies on Rhea Ripley for everything. It's just like he's like a real like if you watch it like they portray him to just be like a real scumbag piece of shit. And like I, whoever thought of that was it was that they're, they're a genius because I would have never pictured him being in that role, but he fucking excels in that role. Like he is great in that role. Yeah. Dominic's doing good. All the, all what I hear and see with Dominic, he's awesome at what he's doing, mm-hmm. which I don't think anybody thought that was going to be the way it went, but, um, Oh, but, uh, it's just kind of the way it's, uh, it's been going with him. I mean, good for him. That judgment day was the best thing to ever happen. Everybody was like, What's he going to do? This is going to suck. And then he went to jail for a couple hours and they just milked it for everything it's fucking worth, man. And he has a teardrop tattoo now. Yes. It's fucking great. It's wonderful. Like I was a little apprehensive when I heard about the, the stable. But it seems like, for the most part, it's elevated everybody that's been a part of it. So it seems like it's it's definitely achieved its intended purpose. Well, it gave them all something to do. I mean, Balor was kind of flopping around. Rhea has never gotten an, really any start after the uh, the wall of Charlotte that she hit uh, that uh, a couple mm-hmm. years ago. And Dominic was just kind of running around doing stuff with his dad. So this has given all of them just kind of a new, a new kind of... Uh, breath of fresh air that uh, all of them needed. Like I said, Rhea needed it definitely. Balor was getting old. Everybody was getting tired of him. And he had just come back from NXT and everyone was like, maybe you should go back to NXT for a while. Yeah. Again. I don't know. But you know, it's Mark, I meant to bring up something last week I was talking about. Before we go too far, I do want to bring it up. 
something Tony Khan had said last week. We're going to get into Tony Khan this week anyway. He said something really stupid this week too, as as becoming more normal. But last week, a couple of quaaludes and she'll love me in the morning, Chico. Close, very close. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping for that. Well, I, I don't know if you saw last week, but he had these quotes that he was. Uh, I forget what podcast he was on, but he said that. WWE and AEW were at war. Did you see that? I I saw something a little bit about that, but I would say for sure that it was busted open. That's just the only fucking show he goes on, so it was probably busted open that it, he said that. It could have been, but I, I I meant to bring it up. I meant to stop and talk about it last week, and I just kind of rolled past it and forgot about it. But um, well, that's a pretty shitty way to think about it, number one. It's a pretty bad thing to tell your fans, number two. And why would you want to divide fans even more than they are? I mean, I mean, let's be honest. What is Tony Khan going to fucking do? Like, I mean, does he want like a fucking, I mean, what is this, the fucking warriors? He's going to bring the fucking, like bring in a gang of guys to go after a, a fucking WWE? What what did he join fucking MDK when fucking Nick Gage was was there? What what is this Tony Tony K all fucking day? What what the what the, what the fuck is going on? We're at war in the fucking war. <laughs> I like that <laughs> Tony K all fucking day. I like that one actually. <laughs> Yo, thank you for fucking joining my gang. I fucking appreciate it. Yeah, now here's Adam Cole to say something I can't because I'm coked up. Bye. Oh my god, I, uh, I can't wait to talk about that. That was one of the many things that I did not enjoy about the show. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck is about. Like, it has to be because it's draft season. Like, it just, I, I can't think of anything else. But just, oh my goodness. Like, if if he is indeed at war, whew, man's firing muskets right now. Like, fucking put away the holitzers. Like, this, is, this isn't the fucking 1900, this isn't the fucking 1700s. Like, you're not doing very well in this war, my friend. Yeah, I mean, aren't wrestling fans divided enough? The the, the fact that you got to say you're at war, that you got to divide wrestling fans. Everyone's out there just trying to be like, man, everybody, come on. We're all we're trying to do. Just enjoy what you like. You like WWE, watch WWE. You like AEW, watch AEW. You like both, watch both. No, Tony Khan said, we're a fucking war. T -t Tony fucking K all fucking day. I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of like the element of like being able to like pick a side or whatever, but I don't know, like, cause that, that's sort of like, it's a thing in the video game community. It's like, you know, some people are big into Xbox, some people are big into PlayStation, you got the PC people and like video games haven't been more, you know, they haven't been more popular than they are right now. I don't know how much that actually attributes to it, but I don't know, creating an us versus them thing is kind of fun, I guess, because you get, like, your fans lobby behind you, but, like, it just, I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's the right environment these days for it anymore, where there's, like, so much divisive shit in the world, like, yes. you know, politics, news-wise, all that other shit. Like, if you're, if you're just trying to chill out and watch a wrestling show, you really probably don't want to deal with the, right. we're better right. than them, or fuck them, this kind of thing. It's like, eh, I want to watch what I want to watch. It just, it doesn't seem like it's the right environment for it anymore. I don't know, because like, I, I, 
you know, you know, it's hard to ignore the fact that, you know, when it was WCW, WWF, in the Monday Night Wars, wrestling hadn't been, it wasn't and hasn't been more popular than it was then, but, you know, and it needs to, they need to come up with something to make it popular again now, but I don't know if this is it. Nah, this had, th- th- this certainly isn't going to do it, causing this fucking tribalism and you know, splitting fans. Uh, oh, yeah. I just don't even know why he would say something that stupid. But then again, Tony Khan has been kind of putting foot in mouth. Again, this week he did it, Smart. I, 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 I don't know if you uh, saw who, uh, who showed up on SmackDown in Canada. I did not, but just... Quickly, in relation to that, and I'm not like a huge WWE fan. I just said that I don't watch them on a weekly basis and I have no desire to. But people who refer to WWE as the Fed on Twitter are the biggest fucking dorks. Like, oh my God. Like, it's not clever. It's not funny. You just like the Fed. It's like, you could come up with a lot worse things to say. It's like, oh, that company that's run by a rapist. Like, you could go, go for that. Like the Fed, it's like get out of here with that dumb shit. The E, I hate the E too. Yeah, that's also stupid. But the Fed is just like it's fucking stupid. No, Rep says maybe Tony Khan has that hand, foot, mouth thing. Yeah, his hand sticks his foot in his fucking mouth when he. uh, You know what? Tony Khan's another guy. Maybe someone needs to take his fucking Twitter. If you remember, I said the same thing a couple, a few years ago about Trump. Someone should take his fucking phone and his Twitter away. Someone probably should do this to Tony. Just take it away. Although he'll probably figure out another way to do it. So I don't know. But um, he did say another stupid fucking thing. Um, on SmackDown, they were in Canada this week. Up in uh, where were they? Back in um, Montreal. Home of the uh, Montreal screw job. And uh, they were back there again. And, you know, next thing you know, we're watching SmackDown and uh, Ariel Hawani shows up. Smart, I, I, you remember the interview that uh, Tony Khan did with Ariel Hawani, which most of the answers were, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Mm-hmm. Well, Ariel Hawani showed up on SmackDown. <laughs> and there he is right there. Um, wow, that's not where that picture should be. Hold on, folks. I know how to fix this. Give me a second. I know how to fix this. There we go. There we go. Okay. Uh, got all fucked up when we started, but there it is. Um, Tony Khan could not hold back his contempt for this man showing up on WWE television in Canada, where he's from. Tony Khan said, you're a fraud, Ariel Hawani. You're as legitimate of a reporter as Tony Schiavone, 24. So, because a guy shows up on another... Okay, Ariel Hawani has never been on AEW, as far as I know. Do you remember him ever being on AEW? Not that I can recall, no. No, no. So he did an interview... With Tony Khan. So because he goes on a on a on another show, Tony Khan thinks he is a a fraud for doing this. Wow. Um interesting, don't you think? Also like it, it, maybe I'm wrong about this, but as far as I can tell about Ariel Hawani, like 
doesn't he kind of just interview people at this point? Like, I know he reported on MMA, but, like, when it comes to wrestling, like, I don't think he's out here trying to, like, compete with Meltzer or Sap or any of this shit. Like, I think he just interviews people. Like, this would be, like, basically, like, being bad that, like, Chris Van Vliet showed up on Raw or some shit. Yeah. Where it's like, he interviews people. Like, what do you want out of it? And also, why would you go out of your way to discredit somebody who you pay money to do commentary for your show? I, like I, it's one thing if you like you know people like sometimes slag off Michael Cole for like being a war correspondent or whatever the fuck, but like you don't have like Vince McMahon be like this guy's a fucking joke. He's like he's Michael Cole. Like no, like why would you do this? Yeah, I it's it's a little. I don't know. This was one of the dumbest things though that he did. I don't know why you'd get upset. Yes, Smart, you're right. Pretty much what he does is he fucking interviews people. Pretty much what he does. And, ooh, boy. Uh, now, Ariel Hawani called that interview with uh, Tony Khan one of the most frustrating and, to a degree, not-so-fun interviews of his career. Mm-hmm. He has interviewed Dana White probably numerous times. Yeah. Yeah, that can't be a fun interview either. Um, but Ariel Hawani did kind of uh, respond to this uh, on his uh, MMA Hour podcast. Basically, he's, you know, obviously we just told you what he said. And Hawani really, it didn't really bother him. He uh, said when he was on his podcast, he said, I see this tweet from Tony Khan and I read it like three times. I swear to God, I thought it was fake. I thought it was fake, you know, because any anyone can have a blue check, right? The guy doesn't follow me. He's never tweeted me. I was like, there's no way he actually tweeted this. Number one, proving that he was watching, which is kind of weird. He is watching SmackDown, Tony Khan. And number two, putting down his own guy in the process, the great Tony Schiavone, the Atlanta sports legend, calling me a fraud and saying that I am as much of a journalist as Tony Schiavone. Now I'm trying to think what is the point he's trying to prove here. He's trying to prove that Tony Schiavone isn't a journalist. Correct me if I'm wrong as an Atlanta guy. Doesn't he kind of have some respect as a media dude? So this guy is calling me a fraud. Then he's saying Tony Schiavone is as much of a journalist as me. I guess trying to imply that he's not a real journalist and I'm not a real journalist. Why insult your guy in the process? The real real thing he should have done is nothing. Why are you putting over the competition's broadcast? Your show is coming up. Nice little cheeky hashtag there on the tweet as well. He did hashtag AEW Rampage. You talk about an own goal, and I know uh, Fulham is having a better season than certainly having a great run with the cons involved. But... This was one of the all-time great own goals. I just couldn't believe it. I had to check multiple times. Is this really him? So Ariel Hawani seemed like he was almost embarrassed for Tony Khan, which I think we all kind of should have felt that same. I guess that's the emotion, I could say. I think we all should have felt like that. A little embarrassed for the fucking guy. He's right. A, why is he watching SmackDown, Smark? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, I guess you need to see what your competition is doing, but 
And B, what is the Tony Schiavone thing? Fucking don't don't fuck with Tony. Yes, respected media dude, Tony Schiavone. Exactly, isn't he like a respected media dude? <laughs> don't fuck with Tony. Yeah, poor Tony didn't do anything. Why is he getting dragged under the bus? No, what the fuck? Just because he has on, he still wears earrings at fifty some years old. Don't fuck with Tony. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's single-handedly keeping the store Claire's in business at malls near you. Listen, how else would we have seen Britt Baker so happy without Shavoni around? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously. And Cole's not doing it. He's busy playing Frogger. He's, he's, Cole's busy uh, just trying to uh, not uh, not get dizzy when he drives. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, Tony Khan just seems to be making a a third career out of uh, just putting his foot in his fucking mouth and saying stupid shit, man. He, he needs a publicist. He he needs to fucking think before he fucking hits, you know, that little fucking button to to tweet. Mm-hmm. Think before you tweet, Tony. Someone needs to put that out there. What was it? Think before you drink? Yeah, something like that. Need to th- they need to do one for tweeting also. Could you... Yes. Not sure what, what awesome word would rhyme with tweet. Uh, eat, mm. then tweet. That'll make you think about it. Eat, then tweet. Heat. Tony kind of doesn't eat. Heat, then tweet. No. no. Beat. No. Yes, no. actually. No, that 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 no, that's a bad one. Well, that prevents you from saying stupid shit. You got to get the post night clarity, and then that way you don't tweet dumb things. I don't know. Sometimes when you get the poison out, you get the endorphins going, and you say stupid shit. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're Hawk Hogan, especially. <laughs> oh, I gotta talk to Nick. Oh! <laughs> I just wish you'd leave my daughter alone, brother. It's like, whoa, Hogan, Hogan, chill out. I don't think you're allowed to use the word brother anymore either after what you just said. I'm sorry, bro. No, 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 not that either, bro. No. No. (sighs) All right. Well, let's just change to some good news. Um, Maybe the whole like, like punk press conference just sort of broke him where he's just like, he doesn't know what to do anymore. He just like because he just like had one of the worst like business investments like just blow up. Well, it wasn't a bad investment, but like one of his biggest acquisitions is like it, everything blew up right in his face in public eye. Poor, like basically he like is the equivalent of like you went to a sporting event and you're on the jumbo trying and you asked your girlfriend to marry you and she's like not only did she say no she just left. Oh. like that's it. Well, what he should have done during that interview is fucking stop it. I'm sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. I still say the same thing. Should have fucking stopped that interview. I'm sorry, folks. CM Punk is not feeling well. Um, I think the muffin is bad. Let's get him out of here. And I would have taken him back there and been like, you motherfucker, go home <laughs> and eat your muffins, you little fuck. <laughs> The parent in you definitely came out there. Like, I didn't mean that. The poor fellow is just tuckered out. Let's get you to bed, Philip. Yeah. 
I think he's having a little bit of a... He's had food poisoning, obviously. Mm-hmm. I told you it was too late for Incredible. muffins. I told you it was too late. Oh, yeah. You don't want to have, like, sugar before bed. It's, it's a bad it's a bad look. No, you have to wait 30 minutes after you wrestle to have muffins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, on a good note, folks, with some good news, Jay Briscoe's daughters are finally heading home. Uh, you see his, obviously, younger daughter there has a... A thing on her foot with pins in her, uh, obviously in her leg there. But um, you know, and just because they're in a wheelchair doesn't mean that if you're in a hospital, that's how you leave the hospital in a wheelchair. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anything you do, but uh, that looks like his son and um, and uh, his wife right there. So good news. I, I thought I would at least put that up there just showing everybody. There is good news in wrestling. It's not all crap. But uh, there you go. Right there. Some good news. Jay Briscoe's daughters heading home, both with smiles on their faces. That's uh, that's a good sight to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to see. It seems like everything's turning out about as well as it could have gone. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, most definitely has gone better. You know, they said his daughter has, you know, got most of the feeling back. So she's she's much better, which is a, a good thing because, I mean, they were worried she wasn't going to walk again, his younger daughter. Yeah. So um, good stuff right there. Very good stuff. Always like to try to show some good. When usually we talk about the so shitty on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kenny Omega. Not a transition from shitty to Kenny Omega. That wasn't where I was going with this. But Kenny Omega did give sort of an update on uh, the Fight Forever video game. Some features, reasons why it's been delayed, and a few other things. But, um, I mean, you see this little picture. The game looks pretty good. Those thumbtacks don't look bad. The, everything, the blood looks decent. Mm-hmm. So it looks like what they were doing is kind of trying smart to do the rating it looks like at one point the game had a uh mature rating but they obviously took a few things out they wanted to have the teen rating um but what i want to do is kind of read the description it gives for this game smart so this is what the esrb the entertainment software ratings board um, this is their description for the game. Are you ready? Sure, let's do it. This is a wrestling game in which players compete in matches with wrestlers from the AEW roster. Players use punches, kicks, and grappling maneuvers to drain their opponent's health. In some matches, e.g. barbed wire, stadium stampede, unsanctioned, 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 unsanctioned match. What am I, from the 40s? Mm-hmm. Unsanctioned. Players can you bar- use barbed wire, baseball bats, metal chairs, and Molotov cocktails against opponents. Yes, smart. Molotov cocktails. It is about damn time that Molotov cocktails be brought back in a wrestling. Absolutely. I've been waiting. Fuck fireballs. Fireballs don't go up like a Molotov cocktail. Fuck a fireball. You could throw Molotov cocktails at your opponents, folks. And I'm not done smart. Eventually, 
and Molotov cocktails, eventually resulting in submission and or knockouts, I would hope. I, I, I would love to. I just I can't wait to see the footage of somebody throwing a fucking Molotov cocktail at their yeah. opponent and then still kicking out it, too. Dude, I'm so ready to get this game right now. Okay, we're not it done. It does sound like it's going to be fun. Oh, we're not done. We're not done. Blood splatter effects can occur during matches. Staining the mats, video footage of real matches also depicts blood on wrestlers' faces and bodies. The game contains some mildly suggestive material. Female wrestlers in revealing outfits, e.g. deep cleavage, bunny outfits, and partially exposed buttocks, Mark. I I have questions about the bunny outfits. Not necessarily what they are, but like why does somebody being dressed as a bunny automatically make it sexual? Because immediately people think of Playboy bunnies. Okay, fair enough. I I I, I mean honestly, dude, that's the only that's the only explanation I can think of is people immediately think of a bunny, they think of Playboy bunnies. So immediately a girl dressed up as a bunny I mean, listen, I'm not saying Allie isn't sexy as hell. She is. She does look sexy dressed as a bunny. But yeah, not every girl dressed as a bunny is a sexy girl dressed as a bunny. Some girls are just bunnies. I mean, Ralphie, <laughs> I mean, Ralphie was a pink bunny in a Christmas story. He wasn't a sexy girl in a pink bunny outfit. An Easter time PSA from your friends at Wrestling Home. There you go. Dirk says, not all women dressed as bunnies are sexy. Dirk says, why not call the game AEW Bloodsport? I think GCW would have a problem with that. And I'm not done yet, folks. Um, after the exposed buttocks, Russ is performing taunting gestures, uh, e.g. crotch chop and slapping buttocks. Real footage sometimes depicts wrestlers drinking alcohol and smoking. The word shit is heard in the game. Omega noted that one of the issues that was keeping the game from being released was trying to scale down the content to secure that uh, that teen rating, he said. Uh, he went on to say a few more things. Yes, it sucks, but we loved it. We've been working hard. I, I really don't. It's like four paragraphs. We've gotten to the meat of the story there. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the meat being bunny outfits. Uh, but I mean, you can see here this picture I'm showing. I, I know not everyone can see. I'll kind of show you. It's got Aubrey Edwards kind of down there, which uh, again, <laughs> you know, kind of down there with her hands right in some thumbtacks. Stop it, Smark. <laughs> and there is a lot of blood, a lot of blood in the ring, stained on the mat. And I think I might see a partially exposed buttock. Mm. Heavens. I know. Mario would have never started for this. I'm kind of wondering whose 1940s hairdo that is in the ring. She must be uh, in an uns- She's in an unsanctioned match, goddammit. <laughs> 22 skadoo. Yeah, I couldn't. Britt Baker, maybe? I don't know. Does Britt Baker have that hair? I mean, not in real life, but there might have been some artistic interpretation. It kind of looks like her outfit or Marin ring gear. It does. I think it, on the, yeah. the person she's pinning, it looks like it's Thunder Rosa. So it would make sense because there's looks like a little TR on the boot there. It does. Or kick pad. It does. It does. So maybe, 
And, you know, you get the little kendo stick behind Aubrey Edwards. So, I don't know, this game seems like it might be uh, violent, bloody. Um, there's going to be exposed buttocks and deep cleavage. Um, mm. I'm sorry. today for your Vicky Guerrero bunny outfit? I, well, I don't know, but I listen. I, I, I Listen, folks, uh, I don't know about you, but they had me at Molotov Cocktails. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, this whole game could suck, but at Molotov Cocktails, that really just brought a little... I mean, I, I felt my heart warm. When when I just say... R1, R1, R2, R2. You get a rocket launcher, but fucking let's just full on do it. Oh, no, no, no. You can't have a rocket launcher, Smart. Not with deep cleavage. Uh-huh. Not with deep cleavage. If you take out the deep cleavage, absolutely you can have rocket launchers. Yeah. Absolutely. You definitely can have fucking rocket launch. But not if you have deep cleavage. No, 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 no. I do like just the fact that this bunny outfit specifically factors into the rating. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. But it's and, like, look, we're not down with this fetish shit. You get a teen rating. No, no, absolutely. No, no, no. Not down with that fetish shit. No, not at all. Not at all. But uh, yeah, I mean, and also there may be some slapping of buttocks. In this game, crotch chopping. Hopefully, there's no meat to meat. I, I mean, there. I, what else could be staining the mats? I don't know. I. I mean, just... There's pushing. There's some pulling. Um... <laughs> just push and pull. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild press release! Oh fuck! No, that ESRB uh, notes website notes are just dude. That is beautiful right there. That is absolutely awesome. Um, but the game is coming out. He said absolutely, it's coming out. Uh, now, when you ask him, he was asked though. I will bring this part up. He was asked what kind of different weapons could be in there, and he said every kind of unique weapon has its own unique set of physics. So that could be interesting. They're all going to have different stuff, so could be a... Uh, hopefully it's going to be a good game. It's There's still no actual date, but um, I see it is coming out on Microsoft Windows, so... Might be able to uh, do a little uh, little wrestling outlet gameplay or something. Have some fun. Yeah. Because I'm going to get that game. Dreamcast. I'm going to get that game one way or the other. So that'll be something that we get. Um, I'll check it out. Cool, man. All right. Well, uh, real quick. Let's go to another little thing here. Smart. We don't have that much here. Um, but I'll get into what I can here now. AEW has filed for a new trademark, everybody. It is Tony K all fucking day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) AEW has filed a new trademark with the uh, U.S. Patent Office. And um, what they are trademarking is the name AEW Collision Smart. Now... 
I think a lot of people thought that might have been what was going on with the announcement tonight. I think people thought he might have been because this game is saying or this game, this trademark is saying that it would be for educational entertainment services, namely a continuing program about wrestling accessible by radio, television, satellite, audio, video and computer networks entertainment services in the nature of live wrestling performances, entertainment services in the nature of production of wrestling programs. And you guys see where I'm going here, right? Um, so it sounds like they're going to have another show on top of the show they announced tonight, which we will definitely talk about. Um, and as Dirk said, they're, they're basically making Dynamite three hours now. We're not going on any later. I'll tell No, we're not going on any later. I mean, I don't know how you can take away the power slap. Oh shit. They better not. Oh shit, the replacements is on. I love this fucking movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good fucking movie. But uh yeah, so once again they are going Dude. I mean, they're gonna how many hours of wrestling can we fucking watch? I don't know. Maybe this is going to be, I don't know. It doesn't say it's going to be an app. It doesn't say, it says it's going to be either a radio show or a television show. One of the two. That, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm like, you were talking about like the forties earlier. Just the fucking like war of the world style fucking radio drama. <laughs> There goes Kenny Omega throwing a Molotov cocktail. Oh, my Lord. When you threw that Molotov cocktail at me, you threw a Molotov cocktail at my heart at the same time, Dolphins. <laughs> Listen, you think he just prance around here in this bunny suit slapping the exposed buttocks? Here comes no. the bunny. You, a... s- you see the games on that? <laughs> yeah, it's real looking. <laughs> I wanted to put my ding ling in the tongue ring. It's a hell of a dame right there. That's right. Regular Judy Dench. What a dame. What a dame. <laughs> Looks like Judy Garland. God, I really want a fucking... I, I want that so bad now. A fucking radio drama AEW. That, that would be wonderful. It would be the most like out-of-touch shit ever, but it'd be wonderful. You know what, man? That doesn't mean it wouldn't work. It would be great. That doesn't mean it wouldn't work. That does not mean it would not at all. So, Just like the Tony Khan radio hour and just all the songs are about cocaine. Oh. (laughs) Driving that train. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She don't like. There's millions. She don't like. She don't like. Cocaine. There's that one also. You know, it looks like the dumbest fucking movie in the world, but I am genuinely excited for fucking Cocaine Bear. Because, okay. like, I've heard the ads on Spotify, and they're the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard, and it only makes me want to watch it. Because it's just like, it's a guy that's like, the bear did cocaine? That makes him Cocaine Bear. I'm like, this movie, is, this, there was no thought put into this, but it seems like it's going to be fucking amazing. It probably will. It, it really probably will. Um, I'll tell you what I'm excited for. 
John Wick Chapter 4, March 24th. I'm excited for that. I actually watched all three John Wicks over the weekend. Actually, Saturday, I really couldn't do anything because I just kept taking pills to try to fucking stop the pain. My hand was throbbing all day. Dude. It actually sounds like a pretty fun day. Just I, fucking I, I, off I, your ass on painkillers and watching John Wick movies. I... I yeah, I was. I mean, I watch more than John Wick. I watch the John Wick movies. I watch the Planet of the Apes, not the Mark Wahlberg one, the trilogy. I watched all the Major League movies over the weekend, and then Sunday, I kind of relapsed. I started. I started NYPD Blue over again. But of course, I relapsed. I had gone five and a half months, Mark. My withdrawals were just starting to go away. They were just subsiding. I was, the shakes were going away. But I belong to this NYPD Blue group, right? And they keep talking about it. They keep talking about the show and saying and talking about episodes. And finally, I just said, I got to do it. So I, so I tapped the vein and, and went to Hulu. There you have it. That's what I did. That's what I did. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, WWE did have uh, Elimination Chamber over the weekend, like we said. And, of course, Mark, as they love to do, mm-hmm. they did set a viewership and merchandise and all-time gate record. With this pay-per-view, what is it, premium live event, whatever the fuck it is. Yep. Premium live event. The there old you PLE. go. This was the highest grossing and most viewed Elimination Chamber in company history. Viewership of this Elimination Chamber saw a 54% increase versus the record-setting 2022 uh, one from last year. Also set the largest gate ever for any WWE event ever held in Montreal and the largest gate in the history of the Elimination Chamber. In addition, they broke the all-time merchandise record and generated the highest grossing priority fan, priority pass fan experience packages for any big non-five, for, or for any non-big five premium live events. Um, now, let's be honest here. They were in Canada where they really haven't had a pay-per-view in, what, 15, 17, something like that, years? Years. A lot of years. Not sure, but it's been a minute, yeah. It's been a while. This Sami Zayn storyline has been built amazing from start to finish, and I think it's still going to keep going. But this storyline has gone amazingly, and this was... You know, a, a a really big event, and obviously this was fu- it showed in what they fucking did. You know, hey, Sami Zayn is a draw. I guess that's what that means, folks. Nearly twenty million views across WWE social media platforms for the Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn match. See, and I, I still think they should have had him win it because, like. If you want people to start watching your show again, 
doing thing like doing big things on WrestleMania isn't going to make that happen. Like everybody's going to tune into WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania, and then like a lot of people are going to tune out. But if you want people to watch on a regular basis, having big shit happen at reg- just any other pay per view, like makes you think that if you watch pay per views on a regular basis, that you can see like you know crazy shit's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I I get it, but they're trying to tell this whole thing with Roman Reigns, how dominant he is, you know, acknowledge me and all that shit. I, they're telling this story. I didn't think Sammy was going to win it. I don't think a lot of people thought that Sammy Zayn was going to win it. I, I know many people did, which, you know, that's fine. That's- I think that's the thing, too, though. It's, that's a that makes it a great opportunity to do it, because it's like you're not like just pulling something out of your ass. You're not just like hot shotting a title onto somebody just to do it. Like there's an actual like it would have actually made sense to have him win, and it would have been sort of a neat little bow to put on things. But nobody's expecting it. Like they want it, but they don't ex- realistically expect it to happen. Like that's the best spot you could be in t- to make a title change. Because, like, even if they make it a triple threat match, which apparently they have no intentions of doing at the moment. Right. People are going to be expecting it to happen. And, like, the other scenario is that you either, well, there's two different scenarios. You either have Roman keep it after Mania, which I don't know if that's necessarily the best idea. Or you have Cody win it, which I don't know if it's necessarily the best idea. Like, I'm not here for that at all like their their crowd responds to him better than the aw crowd does but i just think he's a fucking terrible face like he, he he's not relatable in any way shape or form he's just yeah, he's not good i agree i i i, I do I, I totally agree. oh and it gets worse because i don't know if you heard anything about raw but apparently paul hammond mentioned cody's wife in the promo that he did with him so now we're going to be getting brandy Rhodes out of and fucking wwe television was at aew so that's like even less of a reason to want to tune in for that but oh boy let's get some shut the fuck up chance going folks let's do it um <laughs> oh that i mean that is probably going to be kind of fun to just like because <laughs> like fucking i forget his name dan lambert like he basically annihilated her on the microphone so like imagine paul Heyman just mm. fucking brutalizing that poor woman on the microphone yeah that will not go well that will not mm. go well if she thought dan lambert fucking was was hardcore on the mic paul Heyman makes dan lambert look like a fucking a, a, a fucking howdy duty doll mm-hmm. no way no way um, but yeah, yeah. All right. So, sorry for the barking dogs. My other dog's going to start barking in my room in a minute. He's out of it. But, um, <laughs> did your dog hear my dog barking? Yeah, maybe all a little right. bit, but she, she's ever vigilant. Yeah, you know, uh, all right. I see where you're going with the, with the Sami Zayn thing, but, and then what? And then what do you do? Yeah, and then. That is the most common argument, and it's the same thing that you would have to ask yourself anyway. Like, it's the same thing if Cody won, and then what with Cody? Like, you book compelling storylines and feuds, and you try to make the belt look good, the same way that you'd be doing if you kept it on Roman, or if you gave it to Cody, or if you gave it to Sam. Like, you're going to have to think of something else to do regardless. I don't... Like, I understand people saying that it's like, oh, this, this momentum that he has can't last forever. 
fucking nothing does. Like the NWO got old after a while. Fucking Hawkamania ran its course. Everything ends. Well, like you have to think of the next thing, but you can you you can ride this for however long it's gonna last. Oh, they're gonna ride it. And I'll tell you the truth. I I think it would be more of a shock at this point if Cody didn't win it at Mania too. I think that would be a better storyline if Cody didn't win it at this mania. I think it's almost too perfect of a fucking storyline. I think it's too perfect. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I do. Th- no, actually, I was, I was just going to agree with you. I, I think it <sighs> makes more sense. You have him face a little bit of adversity. Yeah. He just comes back and wins at the Royal Rumble, and then he wins at WrestleMania, and then it's like, all right, like that's it. Like what was The chase wasn't really all that big of a deal. No, the wad is blown. And listen, I know him and, yeah, and Sammy and him and uh, Cody and Heyman have been having great promos and moments on television. That's great. I mean, Paul Heyman was great. I, I did... Catch a little bit of that. Paul Heyman with him in the neck brace, unshaven. Fucking genius. Fucking genius. But uh, I, I don't know, man. You know, and, and there's always that and then what. And I know WWE can throw shit together and come up with and then what's. But I don't know, man. I, I just, I think taking it off Roman before Mania is a huge mistake. And we're, that, we're, we're close enough to Mania to where... I think it would be a mistake. I really do. I just, you, the only place Roman should lose it is Mania. Really? I mean, really? Unless they decide, which I I don't think they're going to do, unless they decide within the next few weeks to split those titles, I'm, I'm not sure what's really going to go down at at Mania. I, I, I just think it's almost too it's too perfect of a story to have Cody go through all this this not even that much bullshit go in win the rumble. I mean the guy came in at fucking number 30. It's not like he came in at number fucking 1 like Rhea and won the rumble. He came in at number 30 and won the fucking rumble. Not exactly adversity there. You know what I mean? So there's that. And then, I mean, he hasn't really been put through anything. I think Roman should put this guy through fucking hell. And then he doesn't win. And then he has to come back again. And that's an even better story. Him knowing he fucked up. Knowing what he did wrong. Making the comeback. And fucking doing it this time. This time. This time I do it for Dusty. I did it for myself last time. This time. This time it's not for me. That's what I would do with the storyline. But... I don't know. Maybe they will have him win it there. Tell that fucking story. And then have it be a five-part television series. uh, You know, roads to the top or whatever bullshit. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I can see where you're going, but I can also see... I don't know. I mean, there's definitely two sides to it. Honestly, what would have been fucking great... If you want to do a little bit of fantasy looking here, is you have you would have, if you would have gotten Cody to fucking interfere in the match, it was just like you have Cody just come out there and you cause Sammy the match elimination chamber, and then you just fuck it. He'll never do it because he doesn't want to. But you turn him heel and you talk about like how it was just everything was all supposed to be Cody's moment, and Sammy fucking took it away from him. Everybody loves Sammy more, so on and so forth. And then you just have a triple threat, but that won't happen because Cody wants people to like him. Cody has to have people love him. That's the that's that's Cody. 
Mm-hmm. Did you realize that Cody Rhodes is the guy who single-handedly stopped racism by having a child, correct? That's right. Okay. I, I, I just want to throw that out there. I, I want you to know who you're fucking with. Okay? He is in a no-win situation because everybody wants Sammy to win the belt. And also, like, he's in a feud essentially with, like, Paul Heyman being the talking piece. So, like, everybody's going to enjoy Heyman segments more, and, oh. like, they're going to get behind him. Oh. Like, Roman Reigns may end up becoming the face in this feud. Like, I would not be surprised because of Heyman. Well, they were chanting, fuck you, Roman, right there in the chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Loudly for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but anyway. Um, now, Smork. A guy we just love on this show, Ryback, made a comment. Now, I'm not going to say I disagree with Ryback, but I think in 2023 this could be in bad taste. Oh, no. I, I, it could be. And again, I'm not disagreeing with the sentiment. Just saying it might not be exactly... PC in the age of 2023 without knowing what it is because I did not make it that I was like sort of following a long story by story and I I didn't read what you sent me Mm -hmm. is the headline Ryback quotation marks no one cares about women's wrestling quotation marks no now that's where I thought we were going now he didn't actually comment on wrestling per se smart Mm mm-hmm Really, in a way, he did. In a way, he didn't. Someone in wrestling, he commented on. Oh, I do see the headline now. And okay, let's, let's get there. <laughs> well, I'm excited for this. He he tweeted and deleted a comment about Maurice, obviously wife of Mike Mizanin, the Miz, mm-hmm. and she was on Raw in a backstage segment. <laughs> Ryback, sure Ryback commented, "Those titties should be the tag team champions of the world," and then proceeded to put the parentheses titties at the end there. Now, once again, I'm not going to say I disagree because Miz is an incredibly lucky man. Maurice is. Listen, if the scale stops at ten, she fucking blows past it. She is amazing. Especially for, I mean, she's not exactly the youngest woman in the world. She's definitely gorgeous. And she loves flaunting. Listen, if you follow them or her on any social media platform, she's not shy. Let's just put it that way, Smart. But I think this might have been the smartest thing Ryback has said in about three years. Yeah, I don't disagree. I really don't. I mean, if you look at this picture, I mean, talk about deep cleavage. Uh, mm-hmm. This is like deep beaver cleavage here. This is crazy. But again, she is an incredible looking woman. I mean, just 40. Think, right 40. That's 40. That's 40 with two kids. That's 40 with two kids. Jesus. I don't care. Listen, I don't care if she, if the, I, I know those are fake. I don't care if she's had them worked on since. 
at a girl. You flaunt that shit, girl. Go, go, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really think that this is probably the most... And he tweets and deletes probably the most sensible comment that he's made. This wasn't about Vince. This wasn't about Vince's dead mother. This wasn't about Vince <laughs> fucking somebody. This wasn't. Yes, you wish death upon people. It, and you draw the line. It's like, I, I don't know. Yes. Maybe saying somebody has good tits a bit too much. This was not about death on anybody. Exactly, Smart. This was about beautiful, bouncing breasts. And I feel like you could say that in front of the Miz. He'd be like, yep. Goddamn my friend. I feel like this is something the Miz would say himself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know what? I think Maurice would agree with that sentiment. She's like, you're goddamn right they should be, motherfucker. You paid hard earned money for those. You big steroided up freak you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh Yeah, listen, I saw that and I had to. Folks, this is right up the show's alley again. You're not wrong. <laughs> I am not wrong. <laughs> anyway, why? Do, I mean, Ryback is only in the fucking wrestling news when he absolutely says something stupid, completely ignorant, rude, absolutely demeaning, or about titties. Ryback, just keep talking titties. I'm going to give you a little advice. That's advice from Boxman. More tit talk. I mean, he does do a show with Phoenix Marie, correct? Still, I think. I guess. I, but yeah, I, well, okay, I guess it answers the question. Because I was genuinely going to ask, like, why delete this? Like, what is it that you could be canceled from? But I guess if he has a podcast that has sponsors and shit like that, then I guess it's that. But he's probably fucking sponsored by like Bluetooth or some shit anyway. So it's like, really, what do you? What is it that you have to lose here by deleting that comment? I'm sure he got misogynistic tweets back and decided to delete it from backlash. That's my guess. You remember that like diet pill commercial that he did? Yes. Where he like clotheslined a chubby woman into a pool. <laughs> Yes, I do. That, we should play that. Into a pool. That's, yeah. that's pretty fucking wild. And then she got out and she was all sexy after taking his pills. Uh, and you, mm-hmm. you know what's even funnier? Speaking of diet pills, I went to a fucking gas station the other day to get gas. And I went to the counter and they had fucking Stacker 2 for sale still. Hell yes. I would have I, I considered buying some just for nostalgia. I'm like, they still sell this? The guy's like, I... I'm not sure if we still sell it or we still have it. I'm like, this was like 2000, dude. He's like, I remember the commercials. Like, look, I, I don't know. Some shit is still just here. Do you want the Pepsi Blue or not? No, I wasn't buying Super Glue. Yeah, already... Pepsi Blue, not Super Glue. Oh, Blue. well, that, you know, hey, you know. You somehow managed to find like a store from the 2000s that just time has not caught up to yet. Well, I mean, the stores around here probably sell Huffing Glue, so, you know. Ooh, and plus, if you if went over the weekend, this was like the, the debut weekend of the return of the XFL, so you might have just been in a full-on time portal. That's right. Now, Smart, did you watch any of that? A very little amount. I watched a little bit. Yeah, I watched one of the end, the end of one of the games on Sunday. 
any I mean I I never got to watch the Vince the the, the updated Vince version. Did you? Um yeah, well I watched the, the the version I guess pre like they ended up getting kind of upended by COVID. Like the the original right. comeback. Right. So like attempt two, I think we're on attempt three now. I did see attempt two. It wasn't bad. I mean, it suffers from the same thing any league that's not the NFL is going to have is there's a lack of sort of recognizable names. There's, there was a lack of quality quarterback play. I don't know if that's been corrected this go about, but they have well, they have some kind of cool like gimmicks that they're working on. Like they have a basically if you do like a two point if you add extra point conversion if you try from like two yards it's a point five yards is two points and then 10 yards is three points so like you could there, there's more of an opportunity for a team to come back they sort of changed up how you do onside kicks it's like you uh, i think you're on like the 25 yard line it's like fourth and 15 and if you convert it you get the ball back instead of an onside kick proper so like they're trying different shit to just make it actually stand out I haven't watched a lot of it. I might watch some this weekend, though. Sounds like they're looking to have some higher-scoring games. Yeah. To kind of separate themselves from the NFL a little bit, which, hey, if it works, it works. But, um, look, I'm not a football fan, so it doesn't really matter to me. But I did see um, – actually, I saw, like, uh, ESPN and some sports outlets putting out that The Rock had a very, very good speech that uh, that he cut uh, – for the beginning of it. Yeah, he's been all over it. Like he was, they've been showing him at like all of the games. Yep. One of the teams is named the Brahmas, which I'm assuming is because of him or, you know, in reference to him. I wouldn't doubt if he had a little ownership in that team, which he's not supposed to have probably. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. But, uh, anyway, I guess we can, uh, we can move on. You know what? One more quick look. I mean, he's right. Let's just face it. The, the Ryback's right. Mm-hmm. Whew. Miz. A guy who came off of the fucking first ever season of Real World. A guy who I, I was a wannabe. I watched an interview with him not too uh-huh. long ago. Yeah. He was on the Jimmy Kimmel show, and they were talking to him about this, about like him being gone from the real world and all this, and he's like... Um, the, the funny part is, like, he talks about gaining acceptance because he was like, you know, I, Jimmy Kimmel asked him, he's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't think you know, somebody from your background that they'd really accept you. And he's like, well, they didn't. And he was like, you know, but he was he told the locker room chicken story. Yep. But the funny part is that you can't really say who the guy who kicked him out of the locker room is. So he's like, somebody got upset with me for eating. <laughs> he's like, who is that? Who is the per- who is this phantom person that objected to you eating chicken? His name rhymes with Canwa. <laughs> it was Benoit, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, it sure I was. So, I so like, he of. has to, he, like, he still tells the story, but like, he can't mention Benoit, so he has to, like, sort of quickly, just sort of sidestep that element of the story and just, like, you know, brush right past that. And I don't blame him. I understand. I'm not, you know, whatever. But that's just that's a fun part of that story, you know. Well, he's in a tough situation telling that story because, like you said, he can't mention that name, but it's a great fucking story. Hmm. I, I mean, you know, he got the last laugh in that scenario. Wow. Because, you know, I guess eating chicken in the locker room is not so bad now, eh? You got off light, Miz. <laughs> All I did was just fucking have a tender in the locker room. 
could have put you in a fucking crossface. Um, anyway. Ms. Gangling from the Bell Flex. Anyway. Uh, Ryback was right. But it's true. I don't know. Like I said, man, just this guy that came from the fucking, the fucking real world. Uh, oh, it was the 10th season of Real World. Is that what it was? I have no idea. I, I thought either way, this guy is a fucking wannabe wrestler. No one took him seriously. And he's, oh, I have this character who comes out called The Miz. And no one took him seriously. Next thing you know, he is some announcer for SmackDown. He fucks up. He has to read things off of his hand and he still can't do it right. And becomes, I would say, definitely a future Hall of Famer. Lands a fucking past 10 wife and is fucking doing goddamn pretty fucking good in life. He was on the episode of fucking whatever that show was where uh, Fear Factor, where Joe Rogan chucked that guy out. That was fun. Oh he, oh, he was. That's right. He was on the show. Um, I remember she hit Johnny Fairplay. Yeah. And then... Another future Hall of Famer. Right. Oh, of course. <laughs> and then Rogan... Well, I mean, come on. Impact's desperate, but yes. And then Rogan stuck up for Fairplay, and the girl's wife... Oh, no, I'm sorry. The girl's husband. Sorry. The girl's husband went hey, after... Hey, hey. No, hey. <laughs> the girl's husband went after Rogan. Why would any dude? No, don't fuck with Rogan. Although no one really I knew. Mean, it, was, it was common knowledge at the time. Yeah, you were about to say. Actually, it wasn't really common knowledge about his martial arts background at that time. If you didn't listen, yeah, to, yeah if you didn't listen to Joe Rogan's comedy act, you did not know about his background because he gets into it in his comedy act a lot. Mm. So. You know, he gets into a lot of that. But if you didn't listen, you didn't know Joe Rogan was a fucking, you know, a Taekwondo, basically master. Right. So crazy shit, man. But uh, anyway, I guess speaking of crazy people, let's go ahead and go on to this next one here. Um, Folks, a fan has filed a lawsuit against WWE. Yes, a fan. Uh, they were recently got served with a new personal injury lawsuit. We all know personal injury lawyers to be completely credible on the up and up. Those aren't the guys that are chasing ambulances. Yes, they are. That's that's the guys. Um, this one is a little different, though. This is a story, uh, not a story, but a claim about hearing loss due to pyrotechnics at WrestleMania. WWE recently got served with a new personal injury lawsuit, one involving alleged damage sustained at last year's WrestleMania. Uh, This coming from PW Insider. Plaintiff Marvin Jackson, no relation to Michael, sued WWE on January 12th in Tarrant County, Texas. Now, I won't lie, I was actually down in that area today. Um, alleging that he lost most of his hearing in his left ear due to a pyrotechnic explosion during night two of WrestleMania at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. He's seeking a jury trial and damages of more than $1 million. 
WWE is trying to get the case moved to federal court in the Northern District of Texas. That would be up my way in here in the Dallas area. So here, here you go, Smart. You ready? Okay. If you look at my picture, it looks like Triple H is having a little hard of hearing himself. Perhaps. <laughs> That's kind of why I got that picture. I might get in trouble for that picture with the WWE logo. The plaintiff, uh, Marvin Jackson, was seated next to the stage at the venue. The complainant reads, When performance began, pyrotechnics went off. The blast from the pyrotechnics was so loud that it caused the plaintiff to lose almost all hearing in his left ear. No facts suggest that the plaintiff did or failed to do in any way caused or contributed to the incident or resulting damages. Defendant failed to notify anyone or place of any warnings to warn of existence of the dangers associated with pyrotechnics. As a result of the incident, plaintiff suffered serious injuries. Okay, have you never watched wrestling? A, that's the first one. And I believe they sell earplugs right there in the merch stands. I believe. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they do. Um, I know, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Monster Trucks is big on that. They have all these uh, cool little... Uh, like earphones and stuff like that for the kids and stuff like that, 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 you know, so they don't get hearing damage. But, um, so by the way, um, I have a ringing in my ears that started at a Marilyn Manson concert when Monster Magnet opened for him. I will be filing a lawsuit against Monster Magnet next week. Um, just so you know. As we And let's continue, by the way. According to PW Insider, Jackson sued on counts of negligence, gross negligence, and strict liability. Regarding liability, the complaint cited the proximity of the pyrotechnics to the invitees, the indoor nature of the display, and the inherent danger of the pyrotechnics that also referred to use of deafening pyrotechnics in indoor facilities with echoing effects as irregular practice. Have you never been to a fucking concert? ACDC sets off fucking pyrotechnics. Any fucking rock concert uses pyrotechnics. Metallica uses pyrotechnics. Disturbed, I saw them. They had pyrotechnics. My God. My God. Oh, we keep going. Very loud pyrotechnic displays have been a staple of WWE events televised since 1997. In contrast, AEW has generally avoided making its pyrotechnic displays as loud. Well, that's because they fucking got backlash because they brought a dog out there, Cody Rhodes. That freaked out. The company partnered with a nonprofit organization, Culture City, with the goal of making its shows inclusive for fans with sensory issues. After they brought a dog out there and freaked it out. I mean, the dog was the most over face in the family. Dog is still more over than Cody, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But that's my opinion. I mean, I, I would be excited if I, if I saw the dog in public. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, cool, a dog. He's all like, hey, Cody, how are you? Oh, good dog. Good doggo. Can I pet your dog? Can you fuck off? Good dog. Bad Cody. Good <laughs> You were bad Cody. 
Maybe you could use a dog's collar to cover up that neck tattoo. <laughs> bad Cody. I like that. Good talk, bad Cody. Cody, you know not to shit on the floor. <laughs> Stop licking your own dick. Stop mentioning your dad in promo. Stop bad. licking your own balls. Stop it. Bad Cody. How do you even do that? How the fuck do you even do that? I mean, if if somebody learns how to do that, I'm not going to fault them for doing that. If I could do it, I'd do it. Uh, well, look, we just recently lost Lenny Poffo, so. Oh, yeah. RFP to a real one. I mean, that kind of was his biggest accomplishment, huh? I didn't even mention it. <laughs> I really had to stop. I had to hold myself back. He could suck his own dick. I'm sitting there getting it ready, and I'm like, do I mention it? Do I not? I'm not quite sure what I do here. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway. Uh, like we were talking earlier, Smart, we are gearing up for... We're on the, uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We're on that highway. Because life is a highway. Mm-hmm. I want to ride it all night long. That's right. So WWE has once again, not the first time, but once again, announced that they are partnering with Snickers, folks. Yes, if you were wondering who the sponsor for WrestleMania is going to be, wonder no longer. I think I... It is Snickers. Now, obviously, they are going to be doing some Snickers stuff coming up. And there will be a Snickers-themed match at WrestleMania's mark. So, what do you think? A Snickers-themed match. A Snickers-themed match. Uh, What do you think? First loser gets a Snickers shoved up their ass? Ooh, JBL's coming back? I don't know. Oh, that'd be something else up their ass. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, possibly. Who knows? But um, yeah, and again, this isn't the first time they've done this. I believe five or six years ago they did this with Snickers. I might be mistaken on the length, but uh, there you go. I mean, Snickers Street fight? I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. You could, I mean, you could go with like, I don't know, you have bring back the brawn panties match. Like, well, here's a here's a good opportunity. Satisfy yourself with you know that Snickers satisfies, and satisfy yourself with Snickers. Could have Ryback and Maurice have a match? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bailey come out in a pair of booty shorts, and you're like, this nut is brought to you by Snickers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, listen. I would say, though, it's like, don't have Hogan mention the sponsorship if you have him on WrestleMania. No, I, I, I wouldn't do that. Now, here's the good thing about Snickers, Smart. Mm-hmm. They're quiet. They're not going to go popping in your ear 
They're not going to cause hear loss. Hearing loss. Hear loss. Hearing loss. Hear loss. The fuck is hear loss? It's like hair loss, but it's an ear. When you lose an ear, it's hear loss. Uh, So that's a good thing. Um, So, yeah. Luckily, with Snickers being the sponsor, no one's going to lose any hearing. um, Unless you've never been to a fucking wrestling match before. Fucking losing their hearing. I hope that case goes fucking so far bounced out of fucking dismissal. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. I, I I don't know what we could do for a Snickers match, Mark. Okay. I'm mildly intrigued. I mean, that people seem to really enjoy that Dr. Pepper, not Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew match that they had at Royal Rumble. With the, with the fucking the midnight bowling where they had the fucking black lights everywhere. It's just, like, I actually didn't mind the aesthetic of that. No, I, I love midnight bowling myself. I don't know. And you're right about Hogan. He would have something to, it would have something to do with nougat. Like, please pronounce the ass hawk. Please pronounce the ass hawk. Please pronounce the ass hawk. <laughs> I didn't catch that for like three or four seconds and then it hit me. Mm-hmm. It was like a joke grenade. It took a. <laughs> I fig- I figured you're just no selling it because it was the inappropriate. No, it wasn't appropriate, but it gets funnier as it kind of settles for a minute. Because <laughs> I realized you said Snickers. It, just say the S. <laughs> Snicker. <laughs> it's very inappropriate. <laughs> Oh okay, boy! So we got an idea here for the Snickers match. Oh Ray boy! Ray wears Snickers inspired mask and gets matching. I want to see what that looks like. I'm I'm for this idea. Oh, those titties should be fucking tag team champions. I agree with you, right back. What the fuck? All right, Snickers inspired mask. I don't even know. I'm afraid this 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 one makes me a little uh, a little nervous. It it does. I'm not gonna lie. But I guess we'll figure I, out. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, apparently we'll go from there. So, anyway, like I said, it's not the first time. So, on the last little news note we got, I didn't realize we've been this long already. Last little news note I got here, Smart, is a congratulations to Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville is engaged. There you go, right there to fitness model Tony Casano. Um, you know, there's here's the only weird thing about these two from a moral standpoint. Because let me tell you, no, oh no, I have no problem with the fact that they're both women, they look alike. Yeah, they kind of do. If no, if you seriously, if you look at the pictures of them, they look a lot alike, and it's like. Don't you feel like you're kind of having sex with yourself? Which, in, to some people, hot. So I don't know. But they look a lot alike. They're both beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. They're both gorgeous girls. But hey, congratulations! They're gonna get married. Good for them. I mean, it could be far worse. Like, not to keep going back to the Hulk Hogan well, but I mean, 
when they divorced, him and his wife, and they both, like, end up with, like, new partners that look like their kids, that shit was fucking creepy. So I guess, like, wanting to have sex with somebody that looks like you by that measure is nowhere near as bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I mean, I guess they both look alike because they're both, you know, they both have a darker skin. They're both exotic looking. They're both dark hair. They're, they just, but they kind of resemble each other a little bit. But uh, I don't know. Good for her. Congratulations on your engagement. And that's about all I got on news, man. That is it. Which brings us to Dynamite, which you cannot wait to talk about. I may have oversold how much I hated this, but I did not enjoy the show. I will say that much. Were you not in the mood for it? Were you? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe a little bit. Maybe I wasn't in the mood for it, but just like, eh. I mean, the match, the show opened with Wheeler Yuta and the show ended with fucking Evil Uno. Like, you're, you're three weeks away from a pay per view. That's how. That's the big push. We're on the road to revolution. That's what you're giving us. Grand yeah. opening, grand closing. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, but anyway, you're right. It did kick off with uh, Orange Cassidy, Wheeler Yuta. Did the crowd love this fucking match? Uh, they really did. And I mean, what do you? <laughs> Christopher Cade watching AEW right now. SBC, don't do it. <laughs> that was a, that's advice from a friend. I would consider like taking him up on that. Oh fuck! Like okay. like just sort of put this into perspective. Like SBC, like he watches NXT 2.0. He watches Raw and SmackDown on a regular basis, and Dynamite, maybe Rampage too. If he's telling you not to watch this show. Give it consideration is all I'm saying to you. I don't know. Maybe I smoked too much weed, but I wasn't that upset by this show. I really wasn't. I thought there were some really fucking good segments. Um, I thought the Ricky Stark segment was fucking awesome and hilarious. That Did, did you like that segment with him and Jericho? Because we're getting already in too deep. Oh, shit. Uh, he, he's using essentially war terms to describe this show. Like he's in the fucking trenches. I guess so. He's like, I've already gone too far. I can't turn back. I can't turn back now. That point of no return. Point of no return. There you go. Okay, and I mean, I guess. Well, no, because it's it's not really a spoiler. We can we can keep talking about this. It won't ruin anything for Christopher Kane. But like two weeks ago, Starks did the gauntlet match. And the whole idea was that if he won the gauntlet match, he, or whatever they were calling it, he got to have a match with Jericho. He didn't win the match. S- semi-spoiler alert, he's going to have a match with Jericho. But What was the fucking point of the gauntlet match? But he baited Jericho into taking the match. See that? All right. I don't understand how this makes sense for Jericho, though, because Ricky Starks basically came out and he's like, I'm done with Jericho. I want to have a match on the pay-per-view. I have an open contract. And Jericho's like, you're not fucking done with me. We're having a match. But that wasn't how it went. Why do you want the match at the pay-per-view? If you didn't want the match before, why do you want the match now? Because because he he goaded Jericho. He made Jericho think that Jericho was outsmarting him when really it was 
Starks outsmarting Jericho. That was the whole thing of this thing tonight. Listen, I. But so, how do you have a wrestler from New Orleans and you didn't do anything with the fact that it was Mardi Gras yesterday? Was it? Yes, it was Fat Tuesday yesterday. Oh. They probably didn't fucking know. <laughs> I guess it's every day it's Fat Tuesday if you're Tony Khan. Uh, absolutely. Tony, Tony K all fucking day. <laughs> For sure, the show title. We don't need to waste any time. <laughs> I'll have to figure out how to put that one in there. Um, but uh, I that's see, another good point. Is what the hell is Chris Jericho wearing? I, I don't. Chris Jericho is starting to look a lot like like right when Ozzy started going downhill. Yeah, like well, it, it, yeah. it kind of looked like half, like a half a jacket, half a robe. Like it looked like yeah, like sort of like what you would wear to bed, but it was like covered in spikes. Yeah, I wouldn't wear that jacket to bed. That would hurt. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, all right. Let's let's we can start here. That's fine. I don't mind. It's like a spiked tracksuit. It's weird. It did almost look like a spiked tracksuit kind of thing, like a spiked velvet diamond-studded jacket, as you see. But, I don't know, he's just starting to get, like, this Ozzy Osbourne slash... What's that lady that was in Throw Mama from the Train? Uh, starting, to get, help you. starting to get a little bit of that slashed look to it. But, um... See, I thought this was a fucking awesome segment. I actually loved this. Forget about it doesn't make sense, dude. Forget about it. You, it, 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 it. Suspension of disbelief, smart. Oh, my God, you're right. I just looked up the wrong mama from the train. She looks like female Jericho at this point. That's wild. What's her I name? I can help you with a name. Ann Ramsey? I think it might be. Very elderly lady. Well, Even at the... I, she, it, it, it was the... Uh, um, what else? She was in a few other movies than that. I mean, that, that's definitely who it is because the, the photo is like it's still from the movie. Well, if hers, are, if, if her and Ozzy, uh, she was in the Goonies. Yes, Goonies. If her Goonies. and Ozzy had a kid, it would be Chris Jericho. She was apparently on Elf for an episode. That doesn't really mean anything. Uh, All right. And she she's out there doing a the thing. She was on an episode of Night Rider, Night Court. Night Court. I remember that. her in Night Court. That I do. She she did the thing, Scrooge. That was it. Uh, another chance. Meet the Hollowheads. We were pirates. Doctor Hackenstein. Oh, I don't remember that. And but, she, yeah. it seems like she's didn't. There's like nothing here from past 1989. So okay. Well, it's because she died in 1988. Okay. Well, well, there goes that. Very. Always a, <laughs> that's a good excuse for her career to continue. That, 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 that is a very good excuse for the career not continuing, Smart. I would definitely agree with that. Um, okay, so, all right. So we got Ricky Starks in, by the way, I fucking love that suit he had on. I really have to start there. I would wear that suit that Ricky Starks had on. I actually, yeah, it's a nice suit. I actually have one. It's, it's not the shiny material he has, but I have one that... Close to that color. Probably doesn't fit me anymore, but I could get it fixed. Now, 
you, you got to realize Stark comes out and he's like, I'm done with Jericho. I'm moving on. I have an open contract, Mark. That's what he says. I have an open contract here. And someone else. But, but Jericho comes out. Because Jericho is pissed that he's done with him. Oh, you're not done with me. Oh, I, I know I said you were done with me, but now you say it. Now you say you're done with me. That's not how it works. Jericho tells him when he's done. See, see where I'm going? I guess. You don't tell me. You, you don't. You don't say you're done with me. I say when you're done with me. That's where we're going here. Even Peter Avalon got his ass kicked just for trying to come so, out. It's like the kid doesn't want to play with the toy, but if you give the toy to somebody else, the kid wants the toy again. I, exactly. Yeah, do you know what Ricky Starks did here, Smark? We've talked about this on the show many times. What's that? He did the takeaway. He pulled the takeaway. You, you tell someone, look, we've had the match. I'm done. I, I really don't think you deserve this match. Oh, you don't think I deserve this match? Oh, well, no, I don't think you deserve it because you can't beat me. Oh, I can't beat you? Oh, I can beat you. Oh, not only will I beat you, but I'll beat you without my guys. That's what Jericho does. The takeaways, Mark. And Jericho fell for it. I don't know, man. I I thought this was one of the best segments on the fucking show. I loved the whole Chris Jericho. I thought he was going to put someone on the list when he held up the pen. And even the crowd got that fucking, you know, reference. I loved the uh, I can actually tell you when I checked out because Chris Jericho said, I would love to do this, but I don't have a pen. And Ricky Stark says, oh, my God, I have one. And then Excalibur on commentary said, bureaucracy has never been so exciting. And I swear to God, I strongly, my finger hovered over the X on the tab. I was just like, I think I'm done for tonight. I don't know, man. I fucking loved this segment. I really did. I thought it was one of the best segments on the show tonight. I thought Ricky Starks' little wink into the camera was fucking great when Jericho was like, you can't outsmart Chris Jericho. And everyone is sitting there going, he just did, dickhead. That was the like that, I like what I like these guys. Like, I know I like Jericho and I like Starks. So just I, I don't know. They just don't know. I thought this was one of the best segments on the show tonight. I really did. I thought it was. I can actually even concede that, but then like that really doesn't say much. Like, I could say that it was one of the more enjoyable things that was on the show, but then, like, I didn't enjoy the majority of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, where does that leave us? I'm sorry. I'm reading Christopher Kane's comments here, and I I lost it for a second. I mean, true, I guess. I mean, he's There's got a, a point. We'll get to that. Window. We'll get to that later. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> also, I kind of feel like Peter Avalon's always kind of been a job guy for them. Because you're saying I mean, Peter true. Avalon's a job guy now, but like the only feud I ever remember him having was with Brandon Cutler, and that's never a good sign. I'm too because they were like feuding on dark. I'm two comments down, but okay. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know, I, 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 I know, I know, I know. That was one thing that is true. 
was in uh, alluding to. And I agree like, with yeah, Peter Apple. That's Peter, sort of their whole gimmick. Is yeah, that I'm just sort of ambiguously. I know, uh, but I do agree with you. When was Peter Avalon not a job guy? What? What? Like uh, he wasn't on the Indies. He had some hype on the Indies, but like uh, the, the entire time that he's been there, he's sort of like been losing because he did the he was doing the male librarian gimmick. It was him leaving Bayside with the librarians. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the, the the male. Well, I mean, they're. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Well, but he because he was the male librarian, she was the female librarian. I know, but I mean, librarians can be both male and female. It's not like oh, I mean, he's a he's a male nurse. I mean, it's like see, there you go, bringing your goddamn liberal politics and things. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> no man should be a librarian. It's garbage man. It's not garbage woman. Oh, shit. It's garbage person, sir. Whether girl. Garbage person. Look, I even have to be careful. I mean, we have salespeople. We don't have salesmen. We don't have salesmen. We have salespeople. Or a sales Mm -hmm. team. I do say a sales team a lot. To not offend. That's another thing, too, is like... I commonly refer to more than one person as you guys, regardless <gasps> of gender. <gasps> and that is, I, I haven't run into flag yet, but I know it's going to happen someday. Oh, one day. One day, you're right. But, uh, oh, shit, I still have the Jericho picture up there. Sorry, everybody. But yeah, I uh, I can't think of when Peter Avalon wasn't a fucking jobber there. So good, good. Leave him that way. I I actually thought that he was gone from the company. I remember he was taking indie bookings. We talked about this what two months ago, maybe. I hadn't seen him in a hot minute. Yeah, he started taking in indie bookings, uh, indie bookings, a while ago, and I thought he was done with the company. Maybe they and signed I mean, him. Regardless, again. he lasted longer than Joey Janela. So good for you. I, uh, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> that dude self-destructed himself. I'm sorry. I really do. And Could have been yeah. worse. Could have been. What's, what's homie's name? Oh, my God. I forgot his name. He got into the fight with his boyfriend, and he got fired like a week into his AEW run. Uh, I can see Jake Atlas. That's you're talking about, right? Yeah, which is a shame because he had a match with Adam Cole. It was a good match. He got injured. Then he got into a fight with his boyfriend. Now he's gone. Which is sad because he is an incredibly talented wrestler. Yes. <laughs> but then he also, like, drunkenly told the cops how bad his boyfriend was at fucking. <laughs> which was my favorite part of that story. Listen. Everybody Look, needs... he didn't make me come, so I punched him in the face. Well, it's everybody like, needs, dude, everybody needs something, you know? Everybody needs something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I I, I really I, I I just thought this was one of the best segments on the show was the Ricky Starks Jericho segment. I thought it actually made the show more enjoyable. I thought there were, like I said, I I, I found a couple of segments on this show really fucking good. This one is one of them. Um, I actually found the Christian Cage. And Jungle Boy segment, fucking really good too. Mm-hmm. So I found that really good. Um, 
But I will uh, say I had a question about that because I was having a little bit of issue while I was watching that, and it wasn't actually with anything that was happening. But did anything happen outside of Christian came out and then Jungle Boy potatoed him? Was there anything more than that? Like I'm not saying I'm not trying to shit at it, but it's a genuine question. No, but the week before, did you watch last week? No. Okay, see, last week there was Christian uh, returned okay. and beat the shit out of Jungle Boy, so it was a. Jungle Boy was kind of getting a receipt from last week and then hesitated to do the concerto, the cell, the kind of one man concerto. And Christian Cage took over, beat the shit out of him. And I, 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 I thought that was a, a one of the, another great part on this fucking show. I don't know, man. I, I really didn't. I did see some complaining online about this show being boring and this and that. I, I didn't get it. Yeah, I don't mind that segment, the, the Jungle Boy Christian Cage segment, because I did sort of like just, well, you hesitated and it cost you. Like, I'm not afraid to take a cheap shot at you. No, no, not at all. I mean, that was just kind of, that's what it was. But if you had watched last week, you probably would have understood more of this week with it. Because, yeah, Cage did return last week, so there you go. But um, I, I thought this was great. We see Jungle Boy bleeding as he lifts up his head. I thought this was another fucking really good segment on the show. It was good. I like that one. That part. It was. I, th- I thought it was a good one. But um, And I even thought the beginning match, I thought the crowd fucking loved the beginning match. I really did. I, call me crazy. You know, Orange Cassidy. They love Orange Cassidy. He's freshly squeezed, Mark. Indeed, he is. I like orange guys. I know he's freshly squeezed. So, what are you going to do? But uh, I, I'm trying not to run down the whole show because we've kind of been bouncing around anyway. He has a pretty cool Twitch channel. He basically just watches like old episodes of like the British equivalent of American Gladiators, and then just like does commentary over it. There's a British version of American Gladiators. I think it might just be called Gladiators, honestly. Okay, but yeah, I, I think I think that's how it started. Like, I think it like was originally like gladiators, and then they made it American Gladiators, like kind of like The Office. Oh, fucking love that show! Mm-hmm. You can find it on YouTube. That's where he watches. It. Uh, I'm probably like gonna the have original to. gladiators. Now that I know, I'm probably gonna fucking have to do that. Mm. Probably going to. Um, but obviously, this night was kind of about uh, Moxley and Hangman. But more than just Moxley and Hangman, about Hangman kind of being not the tension between Dark Order and Evil Uno and Hangman Adam Page is more what it's about. So that's kind of what we saw tonight with a lot of the stuff. Um, Even in the second segment, Renee Paquette backstage with uh, Hangman Page. So that's kind of what tonight sort of focused on Smart. And again, if you didn't watch last week, you kind of wouldn't have caught why that was happening. Fair um, enough. He was, Moxley was going for win number 100. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Absolutely. Um, I feel like they should do something for that. Like, if like you get to 100 wins, you should like, automatically get like a title shot or something. Because in that way, you know, like you can make it 
so that the matches on like dark and that kind of shit and rampage and that and stuff like that actually matter a little bit more because the whole idea was like when they first came out they were trying to sell like wins and losses being super important so like if you have you win 100 matches you get a title shot or something like that like because then that way you can win a bunch of matches on dark and then you sort of have like a dark horse no pun intended candidate come out and challenge for the belt and you can have like underdog stories and shit like that like i don't know do something for if you win 100 if you're going to put over 100 wins as being a big deal I think they should get the big piece of chicken to catering. Ooh, there you go. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to be too fancy here. But getting mm-hmm. the big piece of chicken and catering, I think, would be a very good, good, good gift for 100, 100 wins. I mean, remember, this is 100 wins scripted. I think that's so like Moxley's eating a piece of chicken in the locker room and then, like, whatever the, the, the other Benoit kid is just like standing behind him. I mean, I'd say give him a beer, but that would be bad. <laughs> so. like, I think his name's David. Yeah. David. Yeah. yeah okay. David Benoit. Yeah. Oh, Norab said RIP Richard Belzer. Absolutely, man. I, 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 I know there is a wrestling tie in there with him and Hogan and cho- being choked out, but I've talked many times about, uh, Detective Munch coming from Homicide Life on the Street, being brought over to Law and Order SVU, and uh, yeah, definitely, definitely R.I.P. Uh, rest in peace, Richard Belzer. So, yeah, absolutely wanted to at least bring that up while he had it up there. Um, and yeah, I mean, we did have the the acclaimed thing, and man, Max Caster. In that rap tonight, he, he he wasn't fucking holding back. We even got a uh, an Enzo reference to Big Bill. Mm-hmm. Called your girlfriend. She said you were S A W F T. Soft. I think I kind of seem. That's always sort of the, the danger of like if you don't run shit by people first, because uh. they cut to Big Bill. God, I hate that name. They cut to Big Bill, and it looked like he kind of just like smiled and just sort of nodded, like he was like, "I appreciate that one. Good, good job." <laughs> it's like no you're supposed to sell it as an insult bad. bad he's like yeah that's me wait <laughs> I'm not soft wait a minute like, oh yeah that's my thing that's my thing because <laughs> I was sitting there I was actually it's funny that he brought that up because I was sort of just looking at Lee Moriarty and I was like he's probably way more tolerable to tag with than Enzo and then they mentioned Enzo I'm like alright fair enough what I don't know I thought it was a, it was a... It was a pretty good line. Max Caster, uh, I like. I like Caster. I like Bowens. I think they're both fucking great. They're, they're Look, they're entertaining. They're not, as Christopher Kane said, they're not the uh, the greatest act in the world. We'll put it that way. But yeah, they're, they're definitely entertaining. The crowd loves them. And I mean, dude, the scissoring thing is huge for them right now. So listen, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't sit there and just shy away from it that you definitely can't do right um i thought another great thing on tonight was the mjf and brian danielson thing i thought that was fucking awesome you didn't no no that was a good thing that was one of the only good things but it was a good thing like i do have a question for you though okay because it got pointed out on twitter and i want to know what you think about like basically 
every MJF feud that he has, his backstory kind of gets changed. Uh-huh. Like, do you think that's a good thing? Like, and like purposely. So, like, do you think that like him keeping his like actual like back, like you can never tell if he's actually telling the truth or being sincere with some of his stories and logics and like trips down memory lane? Do you think that's a good thing? Do you think that's a bad thing that you don't actually build any sort of concrete? Like backstory for his character, sort of like ambiguous, like the Joker and Batman. Not only is he not building uh, backstories for his character, but he's also not building credibility. Which, in a heel like MJF, I think not having credibility isn't a problem. Yeah, I think it works for him. Exactly, I think that's a good thing for him. I mean, I, I, I do like all these little stories he's telling. Tonight I thought got a little I I wasn't I thought tonight was a little a little odd, but I mean he went fucking full talking to Birdie, you know, Danielson's kid. And uh I don't know, man. I, I really this was a great fucking segment though. Intense segment. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You were gonna say something. I saw you. Oh, no, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, too. It's just the whole sort of, like, I want what you have. I want a wife at home. I want kids. And you fucking neglect them so that you come out here and continue, like, just being selfish and pursuing your own goals and that kind of thing. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought that was a really good little kind of uh, aspect to add to it, the fact that, you know, you, you've you got all these concussions. You've you've had the, the, the most in the history of the business, and and you keep coming back, and... What a selfish prick. You could be home with your family. Basically, you know, I'm obviously paraphrasing, but you could be home with your family and you selfish asshole, you're out here doing this for you. So You're not Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, and then I thought it was really, you know, I mean, you know, MJF mentioned his kids' names and he freaked the fuck out. But I also love the fact that it didn't even phase mjf it didn't hesitate one bit he brian freaks out he looks right into the camera hi birdie it's uncle max (laughs) i I was just birdie and buddy buddy now let me ask you a question and everybody else feel free to, to share your perspective on this do you think that those are like do you think that they're the kind of people that have their kids on leashes when they go through the supermarket because those sound like the names of kids that are on leashes at supermarkets. I don't know. Reggie and Skip sound like kids that are on leashes to me. <laughs> See, well, and I mean, not to just, you know, but like, I, I don't want to be super like an asshole, but See, Reggie seems like a black kid name and black parents have enough sense not to do that shit. Like they actually discipline their kids so that that shit doesn't happen. Well, yeah, shoes, shoes help. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think so. I think they would be too afraid to be have someone take a picture. Um, could they? I think they could be that couple if they weren't in the public eye. How's that for an answer? Appropriate. That's a, yeah, that that's a good answer. I think. I, I think they could be that couple if they weren't uh, worried about someone snapping a pic. Look, they have their kids on leashes. But um, that's for, they're for sure like hippies, but I just don't know if like oh, yeah. hippie parents do this shit. It, I don't know. There was one dad who had like six kids, and he had them all on the little leash, and people were like 
fucking went all over the guy. It's like, what's, I mean, it's, I mean, six I see- kids, I get it. I mean, I say you fully commit to it. If you get, if you're using a leash, use a muzzle. I don't want your kid biting either. Yeah. Carry a pooper scooper. Mm-hmm. Carry a pooper scooper. Absolutely. Um. I don't know. I mean, look. I I thought this was a great pull apart. They had security coming down. Dude, Brian got away and looked like he might have actually hurt MJF. He fucking darted at that dude yeah it looked like mj they held him back like dude i think you might have actually heard him that time but yeah because he like got a full running i don't know why the voice character he got a full like running start and just forearmed him right in the head yes looked like he actually might have done something there but uh great i, I think one of my favorite moments of this is like uh christopher kane saying mjf cuts a great promo it was a great promo he did a great job mm-hmm. But one of my favorite parts is he's like telling this backstory about how he had this girl that like meant a world to him and he loved her and wanted to marry her and all that shit. But then she like left him. And then meanwhile, you have the crowd chanting, you deserve it. That was fucking, I like that. That was great. Absolutely, man. It was good, man. I, I thought this whole thing was good. And Listen, MJF does have that Moxley thing where sometimes his promo goes into the same realm every fucking time and it does get sometimes you'll get that annoying but then you get these promos then you get these gold promos from mjf and this was one of them i thought this was definitely one of them um i think it's funny christopher kane is bringing up the soraya thing that was a little weird tonight, this whole Soraya thing with her just giving the crowd the finger and I don't know, it was just a weird little segment with whole, uh, this whole Soraya, Jamie Hayter, Ruby, and this whole thing is just very convoluted with the women. It, I don't like it. I didn't like it when it started and has not won me over. And like the whole the spray paint thing is like, I feel like we've seen this before. They tried to ruin that poor, the, 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 the kid's painting up there, the sign. And it's like, really? You just kind of highlighted it. All you did was make it better. Mm-hmm. Didn't really do much damage. So, um, but yeah, Danielson and MJF definitely went off well. We had the uh, tag team battle royal or tag team clusterfuck. You can't even kind of like this because I like clusterfuck matches. So this was like up my alley. And plus, I will say that there was like a hefty amount of the butcher. And that makes me happy because I like him. Not 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 wild about the blade, but the butcher, I enjoy a piece of butcher. Butcher's got a new look, bald head. Kind of look a little, mm-hmm. little, little sleek looking out there. You know, he had the long hair before, smart. That's right. They did. They did sort of cut like an '80s style promo that I liked because they basically like the blade just looked at the camera and just like yelled incoherently. So that was like you do it like an '80s style promo that 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 warmed my heart. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Christopher, Christopher Kane is now watching this uh, the brawl. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, this. I I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy this little battle royal, but. The ending was 
this had Jeff Jarrett's fingerprints all over the ending. It was overbooked as hell. That is true. Too much going on with Jeff and Trent and get on this one shoulders, get on that one shoulder. This one carries me. This felt very Jeff Jarrett TNA book to me. The end of it. Not a bad, not a bad match though. Um, I would also say that they just, and I say this as somebody who kind of likes Pentagon better, mm-hmm. they need to just go ahead and give Phoenix that singles push already. Because it seems like people are behind him. He's a fucking amazing athlete. Like, he does crazy shit. He's the, one of the most athletic people I've ever seen. You just go ahead and give him the singles push. Like, he could be a huge singles star for them. And he's honest. He doesn't like to cheat, Smart. I mean, and I hate, like, we've always criticized WWE for just thinking that any fucking Mexican wrestler is either Rey Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero. But, like, he does have a lot of young Rey Mysterio about him. Of just, like, the name, the look, like, the way his mask is, the way that he wrestles. Like, he's very much influenced by Rey. And he said that. Yeah. That he's very much influenced by Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And I think some of his moves come off better than Rey's. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you can, it's easy to forget that, like, Rey Mysterio was really good for a while. It's just his knees fucking gave out on him. But, like, oh, yeah. early WCW, Rey Mysterio was good shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess the next decent... All right, not decent, but let's get into it. You wanted to talk about it, let's do it. This, the Tony Khan's big announcement. So all fucking week, and by all week, I mean, like, I think it started Sunday or Monday, but all week, this was this fucking, Tony Khan's got big announcements, it's gonna be a big announcement, <laughs> and, like, you see things, because, like, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to spoil this for anybody, but it happened Saturday, so fucking catch up, but they had the New Japan pay-per-view, right? the New Japan US pay-per-view, and Jay White lost, so he lost, he's out of New Japan now, is what the storyline is. Right. So, like, okay, Tony Khan's got a big announcement. Is it that? Is it more about the video game? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, there's a couple of different things. So, Tony Khan's hyped for this announcement, and then they throw it to commercial break. We're coming back with Tony Khan's big announcement. And the big announcement is that Tony Khan's not making an announcement. (laughs) So, it's like, all right, fucking bait and switch part one. And then next thing you know, here we are with Adam Cole. Adam Cole's out there. He's uh, significantly less cocaine. Nice head of hair on the planet. Oh, yeah. Seems like he's that. throwing that hair up. Mm. But he announces that they're going to be doing... What was the name of the show? Do you remember? AEW All Access? That's right. AEW All Access. Mm. And you know when they're doing this show? Sometime in March. I don't either because he announced it without a date. In March. So you have a big announcement is that you're theoretically going to be doing a show. Yeah, which is like, what, ne- fucking next week? March. Next week is the first day of March? March. It's, ne- it's Next Wednesday is March 1st. So you're going to be doing a show in March, and you're not even giving us a fucking date as to when the show is happening. It's like, in that's March. That's a great sign. It's in March. <laughs> well, fuck, I mean, March is a couple days away. You should it's know this. It's in March. Like, it's right after it's going Dynamite. To at some point in March. Did he, did he confirm that it was March of this year? Listen. Like, this was the most fucking vague announcement. It's like, sometime in March, we're going to be doing a show. Listen. Like, all right, cool. It's either going to be March 1st, March 8th, March 15th, the 22nd. Wow, we have five episodes of Dynamite next month. No boy. Did you, uh, seriously, we have five episodes of Dynamite next month. The 1st, the 8th, the 15th, the 22nd, and the 29th. 
There is five dynamites next month. Wow. I didn't even, I just, just noticed that smart when you said that. So they have five weeks in March to decide when to start that show because it starts in March. <laughs> but anyway, but not only that smart, but Adam Cole makes his in-ring de- debut or re- in-ring return whenever in March. Yes, sometime in March. Sometime within the five weeks of March. You, you just cracked the code. You should have had Orange Cassidy do the fucking announcement because he's from wherever and he weighs whatever. So he's like, ah, we're doing a show at some point. That's, we're and doing he just shrugs that. and walks away. Because, I mean, for real, like, does this not... Am I being too like critical of this? Does this not seem like some impact type shit where it's like, okay, we're going to have an announcement and the announcement is that we're going to have a show next month, but we're not going to tell you what the date is. It's like, then why make the announcement right now? Oh, here's it was more impact just because it was like, okay, Tony Khan has an announcement. No wait, Adam Cole has an announcement. And here it is. And when is it showing up? We don't know. Sometime next month. We have five weeks. We just noticed it. Five weeks. Five, five, five. My announcement is that I love my wife. She's a good girl. There and then go. that's, you go to the next segment. Yeah, pretty much. But there you go. New show. All access. So as Dirk said earlier, this show will now be basically three hours. No, we're not starting any later. Don't ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because it's supposed to be the end. It's supposed to be after Dynamite. Man, I can't believe... I guess they have to wait till that power slap championship is over and then that's when they can do it is that show live no but i i mean they still have to wait till it's till a winner is don't yeah but i mean i'm saying like if it's pre-recorded they know how many episodes they would know when the finale is Right. But, and then, but like, okay, if you can't buy the network, like if the network's telling you not to announce it because you don't want to like reveal when the end of Slab Fight is or whatever the fuck, well, then wait to make the announcement. Like, I don't, this is, I'm not trying to be hard on AEW. Like, this is dumb regardless of company. You fucking hyped an announcement and your announcement is at some point you're going to have a show. Like, what the fuck was the point of this? Like, okay, it was only like a two minute segment, so it wasn't that big of a deal, but like, you hyped this big announcement and and then like and it was funny because like people i mean I, you can't blame them for this but like people fucking took the ball and ran with it because mm. it was like what's the big announcement gonna be did he reconcile with cm punk is it gonna be jay white is fucking this is video game coming out tomorrow ROH. It was just like nope yeah everyone people thought maybe an roh tv deal which i i don't think that's gonna come up until he shows a little bit of positiveness with the ring of with the honor club but everyone thought all kinds of things and here it was just another show Christopher Kane asks does anyone watch slap fights apparently Brax does sort of like it's left on while we do the show the ratings are abysmal it has to be they are not good they are not good. I don't know what Dana White was. First of all, this was the worst time to bring this show on right after Dana White <laughs> just slaps his wife like he was in a fucking con. Almost makes it, you know, it almost seems like it was planned. He has a slap show coming up. He slaps his wife. His wife slaps him. A lot of slapping. You see what I mean, folks? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. 
Mm-hmm. Slapping buttocks. No one would have complained if he slapped her ass. I mean, Edge is out mm-hmm. there grabbing Beth Phoenix's ass right in, right on camera. Mm-hmm. But anyway. And I, I mean, I, I guess that just brings us to the, the, the final match. The Moxley Evil Uno. Well, I mean, I couldn't believe... Moxley had blood on him, and it wasn't his. This is true. This is surprising. Decent. Uh, look, I I saw a lot of the same posts online. Why did Evil Uno take his vest off? He should have kept that fucker on. Look at them titties. Okay. <laughs> so is that from Ryback? No. <laughs> Ryback thinks that Evil Uno's titties should be the AEW Tag Team Champion. Ryback said them titties should have been the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, See, that's how he saves face. He's like, well, I mean, I appreciate good titties regardless of gender. The dem titties is fat, though. <laughs> I saw a lot of it out there. Man, look, the, 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 he lost weight. He hasn't toned it back up. Can we? Again? I mean, that's not my problem with him. I mean, he's a good enough wrestler and everything, but like. Why is he in the main event? Like, you've done nothing to make him seem like a big deal. Okay, he is sort of just a stand-in because the whole, like you were saying, the whole point is Moxley's feud with Hangman, Moxley's issue with the Dark Order, whatever, that kind of shit. But, like, Evil Uno in the main event. It, I think you just got it. I think you just wanted to kind of put a kind of no one's expecting this kind of main event to happen. I think that's all they wanted to do. And also, like, okay, the whole idea is, I guess, they're slowly starting to turn Moxley heel. But it's like, why am I upset that he's attacking Evil Uno? Like, you you have to at least put him in there with somebody who, like, people care about. Because it's not like, because it's just, at some point, I think people are just going to be, like, happy that Moxley's beating somebody up. It's not the same as if he, like, beat up Brian Danielson or something. It's like, yeah, go ahead. and Because, like, like, you remember, like, when Stone Cold would just... Like randomly, sometimes he'd beat up good guys too, but people didn't care because Stone Cold was more popular than like Al Snow or whatever the fuck. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's the same logic here. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it. Listen, they set this match up last week with uh, again. You probably didn't see that, but they did set this match up last week, and where. Uh, you know, uh, Hangman said, I don't have any friends. And then these guys came down, but they're obviously building towards some tension with evil Uno and Hangman. That's going to become a feud very soon, obviously. Um, but uh, man, I'll tell you that. I don't want, that. I don't want it either, but it's going to happen. <laughs> Why? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but because... like, like, Okay, I will say, first, to be fair, the MJF, Brian Danielson stuff is great. It's been phenomenal. Okay. I've right, seen right. most of it. I didn't see last week, but I saw the week before, all that shit. It's been great. That's kind of only been, like, the only feud that I've been interested in this pay-per-view cycle. Like, it's been a very lackluster pay-per-view cycle. Like, the pay-per-view is probably going to be good, but it's also hard to get super hyped about a pay-per-view that's probably going to be about four or five hours long when there's only one feud you really care about. But then, like, you're telling me that, like, next pay-per-view cycle, we might get Hangman versus Evil Uno. Like, oh, my God, why? Like, this is, like, oh, my, like, 
I I never thought it would be possible that I'd be more interested in what WWE is doing right now. I can't believe that. Because and like, yeah, they only have like really one or two worthwhile views anyway, too. But like, fucking evil Uno versus Hank. My God, why? Well, Hangman doesn't want their help, and they keep helping. He doesn't want their help. He wants to do it on his yeah. own. Show he's his own man. He's a strong, independent cowboy. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. But I'll tell you what, though, Uno had some, I mean, he was fucking bleeding. He, at one point, he reached his head up when Moxley had him in a, a hold on the mat, and blood was just oozing out of the mask. I mean, it was that pretty. Is, that is always a cool effect. Like, yeah. Like, like, sometimes Kane would get buzzed up, too, and, like, there'd be blood coming out of his mask. Anytime somebody's masked, you can see the blood, like, trickling out of the mask. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the best thing is, you know, the, the blood kind of pulls up in there and then just drips out. Mm-hmm. So definitely was a good fucking look. Um, Moxley gets Uno in a choke. Referee calls the match. Moxley won't let go. Next thing you know, Dark Order comes down, starts beating up on Moxley. Blackpool Combat Club comes down. They start beating up Dark Order. And then Paige comes out and goes right after Moxley. Uh, Wraps barbed wire around his hand because, folks, you did not think Moxley was going to let Uno upstage him in the blood category, did you? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. He's got to bleed. Hangman makes him bleed. And... um, Hangman goes for the buckshot lariat. Moxie jumps out of the ring, and that's kind of where we ended up. I mean, this match didn't start until 52 after the hour. Yeah, it started very late. It really wasn't a long match. And I'm not going to say I'm going to complain about that because I was a little worried when I saw the overbooking of the, 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 the Battle Royal that we were going to get the same problem in the main event. It was going to be overbooked bullshit. It was close. It was getting there. But I think running out of The only thing time, I didn't really like about the Battle Royal was just that who won the Battle Royal. Because, like, I don't know. You had some, like, like I said, there was a lot of Butcher in there. That made me happy. You had a lot of Phoenix in there. That was fun. But then when, like, the last two teams were, like, Trent versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, I was like, uh, that's sad. It was. A little. Mm-hmm. A little. But uh, that was about pretty much it, though. I mean, uh, I, I I, really thought it was a much better show than you, obviously. But then again, they were on a roll. They had a, 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 a last week was pretty lackluster. It was very, it was kind of slow last week. So this week, I thought, pulled him out of last week's rut. I think maybe if you would watch last week's show, you might not think this show was as dragging or, you know what I mean, as you, as, as you say. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say it was like the worst show in the world or anything, but it just it, it was kind of lackluster. It just seems like there, it should have been more when you're on, like, the backstretch and you're leading into the pay-per-view. Yeah, but they still have another go home show. Yeah, there's still two weeks left, I think. Or no, there's no, still one more. Left. One more go home show because it's on the fifth. Yeah. So it's on. It, so that's on a Sunday, right? Mm, Sunday. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's Sunday. 
That's a Sunday pay-per-view. So, yeah, I mean, they do still have, like I said, they got one more Wednesday left until that. So I still can't believe we have five of these to fucking go through next month. But we do. There needs to be, like, some kind of, like, a summit where, like, everybody gets together. And I mean everybody. Like, you get fucking Tony Khan in there. You get Triple H or Vince or whoever's in charge of that company now. You get the fucking New Japan guy. I don't remember his name. Fucking Brett Lauderdale. All of them. You just everybody has to agree to have like pay per views on one day, whether it's Saturday or Sunday. You could do like Saturday and Sunday. You could do two day shows, but like every other, unless it's a big event, every it has to be either Saturday or Sunday because this shit's getting hard to figure out. It's like you get WWE pay per views on Saturday, you get AEW pay per views on Saturday or Sunday. It's it's hard to keep track of. Okay, so. It would be easier to keep track of as some companies did two day pay per views. I mean, I'm saying you can do WrestleMania <laughs> two days if you want, Wrestle Kingdom two days. But unless it's like your big show of the year, everybody has to stick to either Saturday or Sunday. Okay. I mean, preferably, I'd rather it just be one day pay per views. But that's not going to happen anymore because you get two days of Wrestle Kingdom, you get two days of. WrestleMania. You, you, I hope that soon there's going to be two days for Bound for Glory. One can only hope. You know what, Smart? If you want it your way, go to Burger King. Ooh, hell yeah. Get, get some bacon on the Whopper. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, look, even WWE has some Saturday pay-per-views, some Sunday pay-per-views. It's confusing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming it. I'm oh, saying everybody needs to come together and there needs to be like a summit. Everybody just agrees that they have pay-per-views on Saturday or pay-per-views on Sunday. Yeah, like a like a like a mob boss meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you like you said, you mentioned the Warriors earlier. Uh, you get everybody together, and then fucking DJ Hyde shoots somebody, and then frames like Tony Khan or something. I like, want like nine, in the Warriors. We'll take nine delegates from each promotion. Mm-hmm. Can you dig it? Can yep, you dig like, it? You have Dixie Carter play like the fucking Ice T's role or whatever it was. Who was the guy? Who was Ice- the guy that like brought everybody together? That was Cyrus. Cyrus. Ice T did that. I'm in a thinking Ice T because I they did. There was a, a video. Yeah, yeah, the music video. Yeah, yeah, which was uh, it was pretty cool to see. But Cyrus was the man. Yes. Cyrus. So you have Dixie Carter playing Cyrus. She's like the mediator in all of this. I belong to a Warriors group too, so I do watch that movie more than I should probably also. I don't know why, but I like the phrasing of I belong to. Because that, that like kind of like denotes a level of commitment. There you go. I mean like you're join... not just a part of, you didn't just click join. Like you're active in this motherfucker. There you go. Well, like I said, Tony Khan joined fucking MDK. Tony Hell. Tony K all fucking day. Hell yeah. I think on that note, we can get on out of here. My wife is ready to go to bed. She already was staring at me from the doorway about five minutes ago. She was giving you the same look I was giving the television when I was watching Dynamite tonight. (laughs) End already. Be over, please. Like evil Uno, huh? (laughs) There you go. Well, there you go, folks. On that note, uh, I got nothing else, Smart. I don't either. All right. Uh, obviously, I thought this was a better episode of uh, AEW than Smart did, but uh, hey, that's what it's about. Opinions. 
Yeah, I mean, I try not to be this negative about it, but yeah, it's just not a very compelling episode of television. I don't think you were as negative as you thought you were going to be. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, the, the announcement was a total fucking bait. Uh, the announcement was a fucking flop and a half, which I hate to say, but almost every huge announcement, excuse me, announcement Tony Khan has on these shows ends up being a fucking flop. And you didn't even have to do it. Like, you could have just, like, announced during the show this perfectly normal. Or, like, even just done, like, the tease before the commercial. Like, all right, Tony Khan's going to be back with an announcement. They could have done a press conference. No. No, it's never. Yeah, you could have. Mm, well, no, no, that's not. Mm, probably not a good idea. No, let's, no, let's back off press conferences. Send an email to the mailing list. Email. Email. Better than a press conference. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking so. Tony Schiavone running the AEW hotline. There you go. Uh, hey, what's your problem? Anybody, any, anything wrong? How you doing? Hello? 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 There's no one there. Okay, poor Tony. All right, folks. I'm done. I think Smart's done. Done. All right, yep. folks. That's it. That is the show. Uh, Smart, nice to see you back. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Always good. And uh, let them know where they can find you on those lonely Monday nights. That's right. Monday night, every Monday night, 8.30 p.m. Totally inappropriate sports. Or check us out in the archives. We talk NFL, NBA, NHL. We'll be talking March Madness as March approaches. It's a good time. There you go. Go be inappropriate with all those guys, folks. Have fun doing it, too. And uh, that's it, folks. We will be back here one more time next week. And you guys know what to do if you liked it. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Do all the things YouTube lets you do. But definitely appreciate everybody coming on by. Chat room. Thank you, guys. And we will be back next Wednesday, folks. (gasps) 